Space, humanity's last horizon. These are the records and expeditions of the Federation starship Lovelace. Assigned an ongoing galactic charter, the intrepid crew of the Lovelace explores the excitement of strange new worlds, encounters new life forms and new civilizations, and ultimately seeks to boldly go where no one has gone before. Hello everyone, and welcome to Fable Scraps' Star Trek Adventures, Loveless. Uh, there we go. Hello, my name is Nicotine, I'm the DM for today. Uh, if you're listening to the show on podcasting apps such as Spotify or Stitcher, uh, know that we record this show live every Tuesday at 3pm Pacific, live at twitch.tv slash Fable Scraps. Um, the live audience has the uh, ability to affect the show in meaningful ways through the clever deployment of funds. These funds buy you threat or momentum. Threat is a uh, point pool that the DM uses to introduce complications uh, for the crew. And momentum are points that the, as uh, a point pool that the crew may use to re-roll or gain an advantage or learn information about a certain um, about a certain event in the story. So, without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce everybody. We're going to do a quick uh, introduction, starting with uh, Fist of the Walrus. Hello. If I'm Fist sorry, of the if Fist sounds good, if Fist sounds good, um, can I get some ones in chat? Thank you. Go ahead. Get those ones in the chat. Hopefully, maybe. Uh, hello, I'm Fist of the Walrus. Uh, I'm a roleplay streamer here on Twitch, and uh, been doing a little variety here and there. And also play uh, Captain Lockstead. Looking forward to today's episode. Perfect. A little, little quiet. Oh, I, I I adjusted you. Awesome. Thank you, Fist. Next up is Locke. If Locke sounds good, let's get some twos in chat. Hi, I'm Locke the Raven. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. And I'm also a cast member here on Fable Scraps, both on Tuesdays on Star Trek Loveless and... Fridays on Doomore, a 40k story. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. There's my son. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Lock the Raven, spelled like it sounds. Awesome. Thank you, Lock. Uh, next up, we have Aaron Black. If Aaron sounds good, let's get some threes in chat. Hello, my name is Aaron Black. I am an author that uh, recently wrote a uh, cyberpunk detective mystery called um, Firewall Down. And uh, if you want to know more about that, you can follow me over on Twitter at uh, Aaron B. Wrights. Perfect. Thank you so much. Last but not least, Enovan. Hello there. I'm Enovan. I'm a roleplay and variety streamer here on Twitch.tv. Typically, I mainly stream GTA roleplay and some VR slash variety on the side as well. 
And Enevan is spelled E-N-E-V-U-N. Wonderful. Thank you, Enevan. If I sound okay, I'd like to see some fives in chat while we uh, discuss this episode of Star Trek Adventures Loveless. Starfleet has recently called upon its most local vessel to this diplomatic crisis uh, in Iona in the um, in the uh, Triaxa system. The Loveless has been conducting survey operations near this system and so to that end the Loveless has been dispatched to settle a mining dispute between two uh, parties who are both Federation um, citizens. The uh, (laughs) details of the diplomatic mission were unclear. And to that end, we begin today's episode in Captain Lockstead's ready room in the midst of discussion with his superior at Starfleet, Admiral Black. Look, I know it's not the uh, the most interesting or maybe the most fun, but we're kind of worried about rebellion here. You really think it's that serious? I, I'm not one to stereotype, but the Andorians are ruthless with this. They're convinced it's part of their territory, and we can't we can't convince them otherwise without somebody meeting them face to face. We need you there to settle this dispute with the Antarans, because if 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 things get out of hand there, you know, we're worried about destabilization in the entire in the in, in, entire Triaxa system. Well, hopefully I can sort things out. I mean... Thank you. <laughs> is it really... It must be very stubborn for it to go to that... For it to go that far. Well... But, uh, <laughs> see what I can do. You know how the Andorians are, Captain. <clears throat> yes. Um, I... I know you're the captain, and I won't tell you how to do... Um, how to, how to conduct business on your ship, but, um, I would suggest having both parties' leaders, you know, trying to meet in a neutral location. Maybe the Loveless. You guys can, you know, find a place. So. I was just about to say, Loveless would probably uh, be the best meeting ground for the two factions. Okay. Um, is there anything else I should know about? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I think it's pretty straightforward. The Andorians... I think they have dominion over this rock, and uh, the Antarans have already begun mining there, so uh, I'm not sure, you know. I, well, however way this shakes out, the only thing we need is peace. We don't really care how it's uh, accomplished as long as everyone is, you know, given uh, as much as, as much as they can get. Try to make everyone win. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try my, my hardest, but it sounds like um, how things really are. Uh, uh, I'd rather not look like I'm pandering to either side. Uh, I'll figure it out, though. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I usually do. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> yes. So thank you for not sending me out, uh, you know, last mission. This is this. This should be much easier. Hopefully. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I've got a lot of work to do. If you have any more questions, feel free to reach out. Blackout. Very well. Goodbye. Oh. It's been a while since I've had to deal with negotiations. Captain. Uh, yes, computer. Your cortisol levels are. High for a human. Deploying anti-stress measures. Thank you. I don't think this is helping. Um. Shall I raise the volume, Captain? No, computer. That's that's quite all right. Um. Shall I play uh, more than one song at once? What 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 one song are you referring to? You can play multiple songs at one time. Let's, uh, computer. Could we stick to one? Uh, actually, I like this song. Could could we could we uh, make a uh, protocol? Uh, and I want you to name that protocol uh, Peace Talk. In, could it just be the song that is playing the loudest and not both of them, just in case things get heated during this negotiation? We might uh, be able to play that during recess. Creating protocol now. Excellent. Thank you very much, computer. <sighs> All right. I suppose I should get everyone ready. Uh, computer, could you uh, get all bridge crew to uh, bridge, please? And thank you. Attention all bridge crew. Please report to the bridge. Thank you, computer. Um, also, uh... Could could could, uh, could we put soothing light in, on in the uh, in the in the bridge? Try something maybe like a light blue or something like lavender, something calming. Error. Define soothing. Maybe something light, a vibrant color, something something easy on the eyes. Working, working. Pastel pink. We'll go with that. We'll see how we feel about that. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the bridge crew and see how they feel when they enter the room. Don't Changing tell them. all lights to pastel pink. No, just the, no, just the bridge. The entire just the bridge. ship. That's communicator goes off. The entire ship is now pastel pink. Uh, I would I would probably immediately. <laughs> yeah, like, Lockstead's communicator is going to go off. Uh, yes. Captain. Yes. Commander Herrick, the uh, lights appear to have changed their hue all over the ship, sir. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Do you like it? This is not within Starfleet protocols, sir. But do you feel calm? Do, do you like it? Is it is it easy on the eyes? That is not up for debate. This is outside of Starfleet protocol. You, you 
You'll understand when you get to the bridge. I'm trying something. Don't, don't worry, I'll, I'll debrief you as soon as you get here. Sounds good? No, Captain. Yes? This does not sound good, sir. Okay, well, we can discuss it in the bridge. I'll, I'll see you there. Sir, I'm in the bridge. <laughs> oh. Oh, why didn't you say you were, you snuck up on me? Oh my god. Where did you get hit? I've been at my station literally the entire time you've been in the ready room, sir. Well, I've just been a little stressed. We're um we're going to be helping um uh helping solve a dispute uh, between two mining parties. So, I was just trying to experiment with some different Hughes, uh, to see what would really help bring a tense situation into a more calmer environment. And this is what the computer recommended. Computer? Please reset the lighting to approved Starfleet Hue. Resetting lighting. Um, actually, Captain, uh, I was able to, uh... When did you get hit? Oh, I'm sorry. I just walked in behind you. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I, I've, I've been able to, uh, uh, reroute the Jeffrey's tubes from the briefing room. Um, if we... I'll need a little bit of time, but I can probably replicate a nice table and chairs, and maybe we can just have the lighting in there. Okay, yeah, we can try that. Uh, also, about the Jeffrey's tube, um, the uh, children laughing soundtrack isn't isn't playing in there still, is it? Uh, I haven't actually. I haven't gotten any uh, reports of of that. Uh, but I actually I haven't been through the area that it, we originally had it playing. Have you been hearing it, Captain? No, I just want to make sure that it's not because when we, you know, have everyone over in the briefing room, I don't want anyone being startled or weirded out. And <laughs> ch children laughing in the Jeffrey's tube is definitely not something that we want. The right. computer's been just softly playing the children laughing in Lockstead's room while he's asleep. Ah! <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> Just, oh, well. just, just loud enough for him to maybe think he's heard it, but not really. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're all here, um, I guess, I guess you've overheard the conversation. We will be having, uh, we'll be having uh, two factions coming over. They're having a mining dispute, and I'm here to help settle it. Um, it's going to be a very delicate situation. Uh, the Andorians are very uh, hot set. Believing that uh, their territory is being encroached, uh, encroached upon, and this could lead to civil uh, distress. So, um, let's uh, let's set up the briefing room. Uh, I'll leave that uh, for you, Belmont, to uh, yeah, get that all figured out. Um, if you could, Herrick, uh, greet the uh, parties as they uh, come aboard the Lovelace. We're going to be the neutral territory, and uh, Ram. Um, you're going to help me make this ship a more welcoming and peaceful environment. We're going to do that in the briefing room. How's that sound? That sounds good to me, Captain. I, I have to admit, I actually kind of like the mood lighting we had a second ago. I Thank you. I it as well. It was very calming. 
Thank it went you. well with the laughter. There's laughter? In some areas of the ship. Oh, right. Belmont, sure you can take care of that. I know. I, I think it was just. I, I think Ren means uh, surprised the, the crew. I mean, it was a, a, an interesting hue. I, I really don't think we have the, the laughing child in the. I will check, just in case. Please. Could you please? Absolutely. Okay. The laughing Absolutely. child in Grams. <clears throat> okay. Well, well, you run and make sure there's no laughter tracks playing. I guess Ram and I will head on over and. Uh, get the briefing room set, and um, sure. Eric, I'm sure that you'll be a perfect uh, candidate to uh, welcome aboard our uh, two parties and uh, make them feel this is a safe place to negotiate. If I may, Captain. Yes? I believe it would set the negotiations off on the wrong foot for both parties if the captain of the mediating vessel were not to greet them when they came aboard. I know, but I wanted to decorate. Captain. Fine. Okay. How about this? How about I decorate first, and then I go with you. Sound good? I just wanted to try something different. Make it... Because if I'm right there, you you think that it's a lot of pressure, you know? I just want to be in the, in the briefing room, ready it for is. them there. We conduct business there, but, you know, pleasantries. It's just something new I, I'm trying. Captain, excuse me for overstepping, but I believe that would imply that you're in a position of power and or authority over the mediating parties when you should be trying to facilitate a, as you put it, calm negotiation process. Actually, uh, if I could step in real fast, uh, Andorians can be... neck pinches Belmont. (laughs) (laughs) I've had had a few experiences with Andorians. I even dated one for a while. Uh, when it comes to showing authority, um, the stronger you present yourself, uh, I'm not going to say it's more respected, but but in a way it is. So you'll have to work with that with however you are. I'm not sure how much you, you've dealt with, but not showing up could play to your advantage, depending on who it is. So I'm, I'm just suggesting that, Captain. You think it would be more of a power move to not even think they're worthy of my time that I don't Possibly. even show up and I'm just in the it, briefing it room. May, it, you may start with the upper hand, as it were. They're, they're going to be upset. Uh, they're going to be very upset. Mm. But I, I, underneath. But, uh, you know, uh, also, uh, Commander Herrick, I'm not sure um, how, how much uh, interaction you've had with Andorians. Uh, very quickly, I would like to point out that the universe has uh, bestowed upon the party an extra point of threat, courtesy of Vixie. Wow. Thanks. Okay. Well, I, I see two options, and I, I... Okay, so... I don't want to play into either side. I want to be neutral. As neutral as I possibly can. So you're saying they respect authority. Mm-hmm. They... Well, they will push against authority. I'm not saying they'll respect it, but they are very quick to want to... Um, position themselves above others as often as they can. They do feel themselves superior to others. So um, you'll, you're, you're, gonna, you're sort of going in against that before you even meet them. Um, right. I, I can't tell you which direction is correct. I'm just telling you what I do know. And uh, what do you know of the uh, party that they're uh, having conflict with? The Antarans? 
Uh, actually, yeah. not not much. I've had no interaction with the Antarans. Uh, computer. Could you give us a little background on the Antarans and what we could expect? Um. Certainly. Searching database now. Antarans. A species located in the Triaxa system. Long cultural rifts between Antarans and Denobulans. Very little is known. Well, shoot. Okay. We'll do this. I'll be there with you, Herrick, to greet both parties. Ram, I'll leave it up to you to decorate the briefing room to be as peaceful as you can possibly make it. And Belmont, you can assist in that, but also make sure that the laugh tracks of children have ceased. Okay? Yeah, Sounds I, good? I'll, I'll, I'll start a search. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll join, I'll join uh, Ram. All right. So um, the crew is about half an hour away from the Triaxis system. Um, uh, Belmont has discovered uh, Ensign Gregory in the briefing room, uh, assembling a large, kind of overly opulent fountain. Oh. <clears throat> uh, Gregory. Oh! <laughs> uh, hi, Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Uh, sorry. Um... This was supposed to be a surprise. I was going to surprise you. Well, um, the captain. I mean, everyone. Well, I am surprised, but I'm not quite sure what you're doing. What is that? It's a fountain. It's a fountain. I designed it myself. <laughs> right. It's not on um, yet. I haven't... I can turn it on and then, you know. Well, no, no, no. Have you, have you already ran pipes to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It took me days. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've got some... Got some bad news. Uh, we actually need a very large table and chairs in this space, since it's the briefing room. I I, I like where your head's at. Uh, this is nice, and it would probably be be very soothing, but it's a little too large. Oh. Oh, uh, Lieutenant Commander, I um. I don't know. Who, if who I... signed off on this? Well, by, by... I well I I just thought you know once the captain saw it that you know he he really like it. I I don't think I can get rid of it that fast. You d Oh. Oh. Okay. I tell you what we're going to do. Okay? Well, I'm am, am I, I going to be fired? Am I fired? No, no, you're, you're great. Okay. Turn it on. Okay. I'm going to need your help. Okay. Um, making curved tables. We're going to make a curved table around the fountain. Oh, good idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, we can do that. Absolutely. I need you, I need you to get to replicating pieces for that as soon as possible. I'm and, on it. And chairs to match. Uh, mahogany, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Ma Just mahogany. Okay, yeah, I can do that. I can do right. that. Okay. I'll... Ensign Gregory just speeds off. I, I'm gonna contact... I'm gonna contact the captain. Captain? Yes? This is Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Um... Uh... There's, oh, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, Ensign Gregory has built something in the briefing room, and 
we can't there's not enough time to get rid of it um do you, do you have do you have a moment what do, what do you mean i i'm just about to receive the book i'm just about to receive both parties what's going on down there oh okay so yes. it is it is a uh it is a water fountain it's it's gorgeous but it's very opulent it's very large we are we're replicating tables to place around the fountain with chairs, but there's no chance of moving it. Oh my god. Would you say I, it's a peaceful I, fountain? Would you say it's like tranquil? It is, oh, a, it is a very peaceful fountain. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, the, the, the sounds from the water are incredibly soothing. I mean, I think if we match it with the right music, uh, maybe the lighting. I mean, I think I think that you might have a winner here. But it it's uh, again, it's very large. We'll keep it. We'll keep it just for now. We'll see how it works. If it's too distracting, um, we'll figure something out. Don't worry. Sure. We'll be fine. We could always warp it. <laughs> what? Wait, what? You mean transport it? Transport it? Yes, that's that's what, what I meant. Oh, we'll warp it um, out of the room. Oh, I suppose we could. The un- the only problem is, is, I mean, there might be a little bit of work to to turn the water off. I don't know if I have enough time to do this. I mean, we'll see how everyone. If they don't like it, we can get rid of it. We'll warp it into Gregory's room. <laughs> Gregory built it. Gregory can have it. I I I, I agree. I think I that's think, fair. I don't think it'll fit. Um, but don't worry, it'll be fine. Hi, Captain. Uh, the, Very well. The universe has bestowed upon the crew another point of threat, bringing our total oh threat to four. <laughs> oh, no, it's sentient. Uh, sorry, our total threat to five. I misspoke. Oh, my God. Um, courtesy of Maybun. Thank you, Maybun. Gregory starts drowning in the fountain. <laughs> I, I think I'm the episode Gregory. we kill Gregory. <laughs> I, I'm um, ju- I just I'm going to have Gregory on standby on these pipes watching for leaks right now. <laughs> as soon as he gets back with all this mm-hmm. stuff he's doing for the tables. Um, Alright. So, um, the crew is about ten minutes from entering the Triaxis system. Um, Ensign Gregory has, uh, has come back. Um, everything's in order. And uh, um, uh, he's assembling the, the, the circular table with about 15 chairs. And it looks fine. It looks fine. Everything looks fine. He hasn't turned the fountain on yet. Oh, all right. Um, I, I, as soon as he's done setting it up, I'm going to say, okay, Gregory, just before they show up can you can you turn it on I, I really want to see it and hear it properly uh yeah absolutely yeah uh I just I'm just gonna make sure I, I wired it all up correctly because you know I, my wired. tricord well What'd you do there's there's a bump it's gotta have a bit of oh, oh 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 right I thought you put lights like in, inside well there are place. lights inside yeah absolutely there are oh my goodness okay it's a fountain oh I love oh, pipes no, I... I, I'm not just gonna it's, it's pardon my language. I'm not just gonna half butt a fountain, <laughs> right? Okay. I, I I understand the use of the language. Um, that's fine. I, I uh, 
I think that's wonderful. I think uh, lighting, does it have a wide spectrum that we can change it to? Is it full RGB? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Okay. What is this, the Uh, 1850s? (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, I think... Old timey molasses candy. We, I'm, uh, if you can maybe program it to uh, also uh, maybe shift through some colors, sort of like a rainbow. Oh, give, that's give us some options. That to, is a very like, good idea. Yeah, if we can, if we can change. Oh, I like where your head's at. Yeah, I can do that. It's gonna take a couple, little bit of wiring. I'm good. I can handle it. Okay. I got this. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it might take me a minute though. So you know, tell, if, if if I'm still working, it, it's it's fine. I'll, I'll get it done. But I gotta. There's a panel back there. I gotta. You know, just finish up the wiring. I understand. Absolutely, I understand. Wonderful. You do know how to wire it, right? I know your specialty is in pipes and everything, but... uh, With all due respect, Lieutenant Ram, you see this, uh, this badge here? It says... Ensign? (laughs) Yes, I... And this uniform? Engineering? I'm not accusing you of half-butting anything. It's just... (laughs) Hey, I want to ensure there's no fires in the water fountain. <laughs> you see this badge? Um, no, I can handle it, Lieutenant Ram. <laughs> okay. If anything goes on fire, um, I guess activate the water and it'll put it out. Has, um, Gregory said badge. Has he lost his ensign pip? Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just like a little sticky note. It's got a name tag. It's yeah, got one it's on the like front that says Ensign Gregory and one on the back that says kick me. <laughs> this is monogrammed Ensign Gregory into his uniform. Um, okay. I, I, as an aside, I would really like uh, I don't know, something to give us some background on Gregory's uh, time at uh, Starfleet Academy at some point. Gregory's just just as an aside. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, totally, totally. Yeah, I have totally. to assume that yeah, would be absolutely. wonderful. absolutely. Can I start fabricating a fire extinguisher? Well, just the, in case? the ship has uh, automated fire, uh, fire systems, you know, anti-fire okay. measures. That's good, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, so um, it's right about that time for the uh, for the delegates to arrive. Um, the lighting in the briefing room is a uh, beautiful um, pink color. Um, the uh, the water fixture, the fountain, is uh, is on, but the lights are still being worked on by Ensign Gregory. Might take a little while. And um, <clears throat> and the uh, captain is dressed in uh, a dress uniform, so uh, um, it's a slightly different uniform, a little fancier, a little bit more like a like a like a dress. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it looks a little bit more like a dress, but it's uh, but it's a uh, it's the fancy you know officer's dress uniform, and uh, as is uh, Commander Herrick, and you are both in the transporter room eagerly awaiting um, the arrival of the um, head of the Andorian Imperial Surveyors Consortium uh, a um, an, an, the Andorian representative um, you're just pulling out of warp now you've arrived in the Triaxis system 
um, it's quite apparent that this system is uh, teeming with life. Uh, there's a lot of activity here. And um, you know that uh, in this system there are three stars. Um, the second largest star is uh, called Iona B. And along the third planet away from Iona B uh, is a, uh, a, a series of floating rocks. Not very large. Um, about the size of the moon, of, of the Earth moon. Um, you know this to be your destination. But what you see on scans, Lieutenant Ram at the helm, are, uh, are, uh, orbiting around Iona B3-2, this rock, uh, are a space station identified on scanners as, um, Gamma Station, belonging to the, uh, Antaran Mining Coalition, uh, as well as several, uh, Imperial Andorian, uh, battlecruisers, um, representing the, uh, 89th Imperian, Imperial Andorian Fleet. Their weapons, uh, are charged. And, um, uh, where would you, what would you like to do, Lieutenant Ram? Um, Ram would probably call up the captain, who isn't it on the bridge, is he? He's down preparing for boarding. Uh, right? that's right, he's in the transporter room. Hmm. Uh, captain? Yes? I do believe that we have um, arrived at the two factions. However, it seems like they're getting ready to uh, fire. Wait, who's getting ready to fire at who? Uh, the, the mining coalition and the Andorian army. I'll be right up there. Herrick! We need to go to the bridge! I'm right next to you, sir. Oh, sorry about that. I keep for- how, how do I keep forgetting people are next to me? Let's go! Uh, the threat meter is now reduced down to four. You have about Eric. two minutes before uh, those weapon systems will either discharge or be turned off manually. Computer, uh, let's get an open hail to the uh, Andorian battlecruiser. Hey. Hey, now. Hello, this is Captain Lockstead of the uh, Starfleet Lovelace. Do you read me? There is uh, no response. Hello, this is Captain Eugene Lockstead of the Starfleet Lovelace. Do you come in? Uh, an Andorian woman appears on the screen exasperated and clearly uh, not wanting to give you uh, attention whatsoever clearly fixated on something else um, on the main viewer is uh, appears this woman Starfleet vessel loveless 
My name is Sotha Shakothron. What do you want? We've come here in order to uh, help negotiate terms to de-escalate this situation, and it appears that you have weapons charged at the mining facility. What's going on here right now? It is well within our jurisdiction, Starfleet. Whether it is within your jurisdiction or not, we have come here to help you negotiate. Is there any way that we can de-escalate the situation? Oh, right. The negotiators. <sighs> Give me one minute. The uh, main viewer goes blank. As um, several small uh, shuttles are detected on scanners uh, leaving the flagship of the 89th Fleet heading towards the uh, uh, the Antaran space station Gamma. Um, the weapons systems are taken offline. The woman appears again on the screen. Starfleet. I have complied with your request to take my weapons systems down for the moment. I appreciate your cooperation, and we hope that we can work out a more civil way of coming to terms. Civil. (laughs) Sure. Do you have any idea what these Antarans are doing to our system? No, I do not know, but I am more than happy to help mediate. Plundering. Brokerage. Plundering. What was your name again, Captain? What? My name is Captain Eugene Lockstead. Lockstead. All right, Lockstead. These Antarans have been plundering this 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 moon for uh weeks now several weeks we've been ad, uh surveying their mining operation and they won't leave it, it is well within our right to orbitally bombard this planet until they are gone whether it is right or wrong i am simply here so we can brokerage a peace and have a less violent conclusion to this, and I'm sure we can do that. I'm sure that is possible. You can get what you want, and they can get what they want. Let's have a chance to sit down and discuss things before you begin your bombardment. You think that would be a better idea? Are you saying that if I sit and talk with the Antarans for some amount of time that when things fail we can continue with our orbital bombardment I wouldn't go into this discussion with preconceived notions that it will fail I would go into it open minded then you can both reach a resolution without any bloodshed which I believe that is entirely possible 
let's make one thing perfectly clear. When your negotiations fail, we will be orbitally bombarding this planet. You can file whatever you want with Starfleet, but this is our property. Are we clear? So long as we get to discuss things first. Very well. Where are the negotiations? They'll be here on uh, the Star Trek Lovelace. It'll be neutral territory. We'll be contacting the Ontarans and uh, bringing them on board as well so we can have a peaceful discussion and reach a resolution to this. Very well. We'll prepare to beam aboard your vessel. Send us the coordinates for where you would like us to be. All right, well, we'll go ahead and forward those to you now. Shakathrin out. The screen goes black. You immediately receive a distress signal from the space station. The shuttles... Patch them through. The shuttles that were uh, uh, deployed by the 89th uh, Imperial Andorian fleet are... uh, are, have boarded the uh, the space station. Um, you see a uh, uh, a young man appear on the uh, main viewer with uh, some fire and sparks happening uh, in a control center for this uh, station. The man's name is Charok, and he is uh, being held at gunpoint by an Andorian Imperial soldier. Hello, uh, Starfleet? Yes, you're speaking to Captain Eugene Lockstand of the Starfleet Lovelace. <gasps> um, have you been in contact with the Andorians at all? Yes, we have. We've just discussed them boarding and us discussing terms. Okay, well, are they going to kill us? I don't know. We're going to discuss things. You hear the Andorian who's holding Sharok at gunpoint say, Maybe. What, what is going on there exactly? What is know. happening? They just boarded. They're all here and they've got guns. Is there someone I can... Is there someone there that I can speak to that can represent your station? Me, I am the head of this station and all mining operations here. All right. Give me one second. I'll uh, end transmission and I'll call back Sotha. Okay. Sotha appears on the screen. (sighs) Captain, where are those coordinates? You'll get those coordinates as soon as you release the uh, representative of the mining facility. I thought this, this was isn't going to be a, a negotiation, discussion. Captain. I thought this was a supposed to be a negotiation. A negotiation happens with two parties. I cannot have it with one party. We need to both sit down at the table. I will mediate, and we will both come to a conclusion. It's my understanding that you're now holding up the mining facility, and you have their leader captive. We're negotiating from a position of power, Captain. I understand that. However, I can't help you unless we have both parties aboard the Lovelace. 
I'll need you to roll uh, for me, uh, Captain. <clears throat> that'll be a... Um, that'll be a... Uh, let's see here. Uh, it'll be a um, presence and command roll with a complication of two. And a, a task roll of two. Cool, full success. Okay. The uh, the Andorian woman um, lets out a long sigh and just... <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll tell the soldiers to stand down momentarily while you beam that Antaran scum aboard your vessel. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very well. I'll see you aboard the Lovelace. I'll be then. joining you first. I don't want to be the second one to show up for this diplomatic meeting. Very well. That's fine with me. All right. Preparing to beam aboard now. Excellent. Uh, Commander Belmont, let's uh, beam up our, our friend from the station it's after... Uh, Sotha has arrived. Hi, uh, <clears throat> Captain. Just give me the word, and I'll uh, I'll uh, beam up uh, Sharok. So, who's in the transporter room right now? I, I suppose I would be. I'm yeah. sta- I'm probably manning it. Captain Lockstead, are you there too? Yeah, I'll uh, hurry down to the room to greet uh, Sotha. Okay, and uh, Commander Herrick, are you there as well? Yes. Lieutenant Ram, are you uh, back at the bridge, or are you in the uh, in the uh, meeting room as well? Ram would probably be putting the finishing touches in the meeting room, maybe some plants around, getting some pond lilies ready sure. where the water goes. Sure, sure. Um, good idea. All right, so um, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, Andorian uh, woman sends a uh, communication that just says uh, she's ready for transport. Very well. Proceed, Belmont. Hi, Captain. And I'll go ahead and uh, uh, move the things. <laughs> There's like a thing on the on the panel. They always push it up. So that's yeah, what I'm doing. Sure. Uh, one sec. I have a. Here we go. Um, you see before you uh, the Andorian woman, uh, who is a little bit older. Um, dressed in a typical Andorian uh, military outfit, tight, um, you know, battle outfit. She's got some uh, several guns strapped to her, and uh, she's maintaining a power stance. And uh, on the platform, she's looking down at you, the transporter platform. She's looking down at you, but you, you can tell she's not taller than any of you. She's Andorian. She's blue. She has uh, white hair. She has two large uh, antenna that are uh, fidgeting a little bit. Uh, you recognize this to be her scanning the environment around her. Captain Lockstead, I presume? Yes. Yes. Welcome aboard, Seth. It's a pleasure to have you aboard the uh, Star Trek Lovelace. Uh, 
uh, Starfleet Lovelace. Allow me to introduce you to uh, Commander Herrick, my second in command, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, and uh, Lieutenant Ram. Hmm. Vulcan. And she kind of takes a look at Commander Belmont. Are you part of the uh, command staff here? Um, uh, Yes, I am. Huh. What'd you do? Why why they got you on the transporter? (laughs) Oh, you know, I I think a a personal touch is important uh, for important situations like this. Want to make sure that you got the uh, best care possible. Oh, come on. What'd you do wrong? Oh, nothing. I hope. Captain? <laughs> I like that. You just that. wanted to make sure. Yeah, I like experience. that. Oh, no, I, li- I like it. I like, you know, you gotta assert your dominance sometimes, Captain. Make your command staff work the transporter <laughs> like an ensign. <laughs> That's great. I like it. Good idea. I might use that. All right. Where are we going? We'll uh, be waiting here until uh, they bring aboard uh, Charok, and then we will proceed to the briefing room. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm going to the briefing room first. Of course. If you wish to go to the briefing room first, I can have uh, someone escort you there, and then we will be there with Charok momentarily. How does that sound? Certainly. Very well. Um, Herrick, dispatch some uh, security team. Bring her down. Yes, Captain. Actually, Captain, if I may, I'll escort her personally. Oh. Of course. Wonderful. Um, the two make their way out of the transporter room. Just as, uh, um, just as you, Captain, uh, receive an incoming call from Lieutenant Ram, who has just witnessed Ensign Gregory, uh, have a um, have a incredible accident uh, at the uh, panel um, where he was uh, wiring some lights together uh, to make them nice and RGB for the uh, event. And St. Gregory, you witnessed Lieutenant Ram uh, flew about 13 feet away from the panel and is not responding. Uh, Captain, a bit of an issue. Yes, what's going on? As the threat meter is reduced. Uh, uh, you know that fountain that Gregory put in? Yes. Uh, well, he, he was working with the wiring, and he got a very big zap, is best way I can really put it, and he's not really responding right now. Uh, oh, my God. We, we, we might need medical up here. Sotha's just on her way over there. Listen, um, here's what you're going to do. You're going to personally take Gregory, bring him to medical. Is everything else all right there? There isn't anything on fire or anything. No. How's the fountain looking? The fountain um, is looking great. And the RGB lighting did end lovely. up working. The instant the... Gregory Memorial Fountain looks fantastic. <laughs> what a sacrifice. Everything is perfect except for Gregory. Okay. Go ahead and take care of that. Bring Gregory to uh, medical immediately. Right away, Captain. Ram would scoop Gregory up into a bridal carry and then 
rush to medical. Put him back in the fountain. I'm gonna patch the Herrick real quick. Herrick, um, could you do me a favor and make sure the stroll to the briefing room takes just a little bit longer? Gregory has had an accident and now Lieutenant Ram is clearing him from the premises. Strike up some yes, conversation. Cap. Of course, maybe strike up some riveting conversation or something and we'll be there shortly, don't worry. Of course, Captain. Excellent, thank you. They are about three doors away from the briefing room. What do you do, Commander Herrick? Well, if she has no idea where the briefing room is, uh, if there's a hallway, Herrick will continue to keep his composure and simply take a longer way around to come through the other side of the briefing room. Oh, okay. Um, sure. So you come around the uh, the uh, uh, sort of the back door of the uh, the briefing room. Oh no, no. You misunderstand. He's going to walk in such a way where it'll take them in like a big circle. <laughs> and instead of coming in from the right side, they're coming in from the left. But since okay. she doesn't know the layout of the ship. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. 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 Just make like three laps. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you're making a big you're making a big lap. You're doing a lap. <laughs> yeah. Basically. All right. Okay. Sure. And uh, as you do that, this as soon as you walk past the uh, the briefing room uh, you hear a door behind you open and shut and uh, just as uh, as uh, Sotha turns around to look to see Lieutenant Ram carrying in a bridal carry Ensign Gregory do you do anything to get her attention? Oh so They've literally just walked out behind as I'm yeah, returning yeah. a corner. Behind you. Scream really yeah, loud. What's what's the protocol for Herrick putting in for a transfer? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> God. Do you do Herrick anything to keep her attention? Can I hide As soon him? as she starts to look, Herrick will just sort of gesture in front of him and the Right this way, we're we've almost reached the boarding room. Or the boardroom. I see. This place is like a maze. And what's that smell? Smell? It smells like something's burning. <laughs> no, it smells like burnt. Hair? Sadness. <laughs> you see her antenna twitch a little bit. Is everything all right? I believe things are... As the... Uh, as they would say, nominal. Yes. Huh. Oh, as the okay. chief of security, I would certainly be made aware of any issues aboard the vessel. I see. All right, well, lead the way. And Herrick will just keep taking her around. All right, well, you end up in the briefing room. Um, 
and uh, the the uh, the uh, the doors the doors open. The doors open, and you are both surprised to discover a enormous fountain in the center of the room, in this dim mood lighting with like a like a like a, a rainbow pattern lava lamp style animation animated lights gamer girl fountain in the center of the room. Um, what did you say your name was? Herrick. Commander yes. Commander Herrick is um is this? Normal? I do not believe so. But then again, I find myself caught off guard occasionally by human custom. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd say this to a Vulcan, but I like you. <laughs> she uh, picks her favorite chair, sits down, puts her feet up on the table, just kind of relaxes for a bit. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, you're in medbay with um, uh, Ensign Gregory, who uh, is clinically dead. What do you do? Uh, uh, is there anyone around that can help? Uh, there are no medical staff aboard the uh, Loveless. There's only the computer and medbots, which are large, trash can-shaped. Oh, Gregory needs help ASAP. Ensign Gregory, searching for life signs. No life signs of Ensign Gregory detected aboard the USS Loveless yes, at this time. That's the problem. He, 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 he got a very big shock and he's not responding. Electrical shock. Understood. The uh, the computer um, makes like a kind of a loud grinding sound as you notice these large mechanical arms are uh, reaching down from the ceiling and uh, manage to uh, to scoop Ensign Gregory out of your arms and uh, prostrate him across this large uh, this large table. You watch as Ensign Gregory's arms are bound by these, uh, by these, <laughs> by these large mechanical arms. Uh, his dead little body is sort of crumpled, but is being like stretched apart by the mach- machines. Um, the computer uh, uh, makes a little, a little jingling noise. Lieutenant Ram. Yes. Authorization needed to deploy emergency life-saving services in the event of an electrical shock. Uh, pr- permission granted. Thank you. Wait, what do those procedures mean? Please clear the room, Lieutenant Ram. Uh, okay. I've got the power of God. As the medbay doors close behind you, you go ahead and make your way back up to the boardroom. Okay. Um, 
Charon is ready. Char, sorry, Charok is ready to be beamed aboard. So, uh, Captain, if you want to meet Charok there. Fantastic. Uh, proceed, Belmont. Aye, Captain. Um. You smell burning here. I do. Yeah. Really strong. Uh, 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 Captain? Yes. Welcome aboard, Sharonk. Um. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Whew. Um, my name is, sorry, I'm Sharonk. Uh, is, um, is she here? Yes. Uh, she is currently in the briefing room. Uh, we'll be escorting you there shortly. Uh, allow me to introduce you to Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Um, Pleasure. Commander Herrick is oh. currently in the briefing room as well, as do I uh, believe Lieutenant Ram is as well. You'll uh, have a chance to meet them there once we arrive. Uh, please, this way. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Charok has uh, clearly been roughed up a little bit. Um, you know, got some some scrapes and bruises. Uh, nothing serious, but is a you know, he's got a little torn shirt, and um, is uh, sticking very close to you <laughs> as, he, as we as the, as the crew makes its way to the boardroom. Uh, the doors to the boardroom open, and uh, <clears throat> you um, find yourself here, all of you together in the boardroom. Charok looks at uh, Sotha. Sotha looks at Charok. Neither say a word to each other. Charok sits on the exact opposite side of the circular table from uh, from Sotha. Can can they see each other through this fountain? Uh, like, yeah, it, they like, can. It... It's not it's not tall enough to where they they have to like look over. Uh, with the exception of Sotha, who does have to like sort of sit up a little bit to be able to see Charok because she is so short. I will uh, take a seat right in the middle. Yeah, sure. And uh, sure. I'll have uh, Herrick and Belmont to my right and left, and then I will have, I'll instruct Ram to, uh, well, he can stand or sit wherever he would like. What do you do, Lieutenant Ram? I think Ram's going to stand. Cool. Do you tell anybody about, about what happened in the Med Bay, or are we just never going to talk about that? Um, he, Ram, Ram would probably whisper to the captain, uh, so Gregory is in the med bay. I've kind of left the computer to do its thing. Oh, I, I'm no. not really too sure on biology or, or anything like that, so I, I'm trusting the computer here. How is Gregory, by the way? Like, is, how bad is it? Last I checked, he was legally dead. What? And then Ram would go. Go to like sit down or just leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd go back to where he's standing before. Ram, come here. Ram, yes. Uh, just you know, every once in a while, check up on Gregory. Okay. Also, I, 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 I can do that. Could you vent out the air in this room? It smells like burnt hair. Herrick looks at Captain Lockstead and sort of. <clears throat> yeah, yes. <clears throat> of course. Um, take care of that, Ram. Uh, yes. I think air probably won't be the best idea. Oh, yeah, probably. Just pump some scent in, some calming scent. Should we go for cinnamon? I like lavender. Let's try that. Lavender. Should we go for lavender? Uh, okay. All right. 
Okay, we need to. We did get it. Deploying diplomacy protocols. The fountain is uh, is running. The sourpuss faces on either side of the circular table are sourpussing. <laughs> and uh, you're here now at the diplomacy meeting. Can I assume that this fountain is designed... You know when the fountains will shoot those little arches of water? You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. They, like, jump from place to place all mm-hmm. the way around? Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I'm you can just absolutely assume that this is that kind of fountain. It's elaborate. Awesome. Elaborate. <laughs> it's an opulent fountain. Um, he built a dancing water fountain? It's a oh, dancing water right. fountain with RGB lighting and uh, lily pads, courtesy of Lieutenant Ram. It's perfect in every way. It's a beautiful. It's like the most beautiful fountain you've ever seen. Well, Eric uh, quietly makes a note to have it removed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess we'll get underway. <laughs> uh, before we proceed, can I get uh, either side anything refreshments, um, or are we good to proceed? Um. Both sides just kind of grunt or shake their head. Eh. Very well. Okay, well, let's get started then. My name is Eugene Lockstead of the Starfleet Lovelace, and it is my job here to broker a peace between you two and seek a non-violent resolution to the issue at hand. I'll be listening to both um, and trying to understand how I... Uh, representing Starfleet might assist in quelling this misunderstanding that it seems that you two have. Um, Herrick Herrick will slowly, like, just slightly lean over and say very quietly to Lockstead that Sir, just to remind you, the Andorians are a founding member of the United Federation of Planets. So they are. So they are. Very well. Um, To understand the situation a little better, I would like to get both sides. If you would like to start, Sothan, as to how this started and uh, how we find ourselves here today. Uh, All right. About three weeks ago... The Andorian Imperial Surveyors Consortium uh, happened upon this uh, incursion into our territory from the Antarans. She points a finger accusingly at uh, Sharag. The Antarans decided it was uh, appropriate to not only trespass into our territory, but to begin mining valuable resources from the surface of this moon, of this rock. To date, they have mined... uh, I don't have exact numbers. Incredible sums of valuable resources, deuterium, from this this rock. Our resources. We demand payment in full and complete evacuation of all Antarans, lest we evacuate them for you. And she's just staring at Charok. 
Uh, very well. Um, I'd like to uh, understand your side of this, Charok. And why, why did you come to this moon to start mining? How did you find yourself here? We live in this system? Uh, we've known about about this moon for hundreds of years. Uh, it's it's our it's our moon. We uh, our survey teams laid us a claim through the bureaucracy, the bright channels. We have a, a claim to this to this to this moon, and uh, we knew that there was that there was resources on it. We decided to mine there, and 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 so we did. And a, a little while later, the Andorians show up with their guns and fleets and battle cruisers and start threatening to kill us. <laughs> He's very clearly distressed. Okay, well, obviously we're not looking for a violent resolution to this issue. Um, so, how might we come to a peace where we don't evacuate, we don't kill, but both sides can be made happy? You said that there, uh, Sotha, you said that uh, some of valuable resources have been mined from this moon, and you've laid claim to it. What legitimacy do you have to claim on this moon? It is hundreds of years worth of uh, Andorian uh, doctrine that we own the rights to this moon. We've had it for hundreds of years. It's been public record that this is our territory. This is absurd. Of course, it's our territory. And Check Starfleet records. <laughs> Very well, and Charok, where does point, your claim come from? Uh, while Lockstead is talking, Herrick's going to have a pad, and he's going to be just dialing this up, if he can, to cross-reference everything. Sure. Um, Charok begins to talk, but then um, receives a, a communication on a device. Um, in his pocket, he pulls out a device. And... Uh, says Tulum and starts kind of speaking in very hushed tones and then his face kind of goes white and he looks uh, over at you, Captain Lockstead and uh, just says, uh, Captain, I think I need a moment. Is everything alright? No. Um, I'll, I'll be outside. And he just gets up and walks out the door. Interesting. Well, I guess that means we get the moon. Not so fast. Let's break for a, a quick recess, and then we will reconvene after Jorak has returned. <laughs> we will be orbitally bombarding this planet, this moon. Let's have this discussion first. Take 15 minutes for recess and give Charok some time to come back. In the meantime, you can help yourself, the replicator. We will reconvene in 15 minutes. Very well. Um, the Andorian gets up out of the chair and kind of like glances over at this open access panel that still has like a little bit of smoke coming out of it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, what do you do, Captain? Crew? Uh, during the recess, I'll call everyone up to the bridge. Uh, we can have a discussion, and uh, I I will I will also uh, check in on Gregory's uh, status, seeing how he's doing. If we can't get any med- medical staff 
to head on over to help him. Herrick will exchange a glance with Lockstead and remain with the Andorian. Um, sure. Yeah. So Herrick is going to hang out with Sotha in the uh, briefing room. Yes. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, um, Captain, as you walk out of the, uh, of the, the briefing room, you see uh, Charok, uh, who is um, uh, just putting the communication device back. In, uh, in his robes and uh, is looking just with like a 30 yard stare uh, still very seemingly very traumatized is everything alright Charak what, what was that call um it was my uh, my brother Tulum he uh, just informed me that there's been um, there's been some kind of accident and um There, uh, there's been about 20, 20 miners who are stuck uh, in the mines in the western shafts. I, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's terrible. I'm very sorry to hear that. If they can't get, um, if they can't get out, the Andorians are going to bomb the planet. Is there anything that we can do to help? Uh, actually, Captain, I, I can scan to see if I can get a uh, transporter lock. Very well. Let's let's proceed with that. Thank we'll you. get them out. Don't worry. Fine. Thank you, Captain. Thank you. Um. So the uh, uh, the uh, you're you're gonna go get scans of the of the planet. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go to a. Uh, Whatever panel is closest that I can okay. do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, patch into the um, uh, scanning uh, modules. Sure. Uh, so that'll be a roll. It'll be a um, a uh, insight and uh, engineering roll. Actually, no, it'll be a science roll. Sorry, an insight and science roll. Uh, okay. A complication of uh, of one task roll of two. All right. Ooh. Oh my god. You can use momentum if you'd like. Uh yeah, I'm yeah, absolutely going to use momentum. For okay. That. That'll be uh reduce the momentum down to 2. Threat remaining at 3. Uh I'm assuming it's because of the panel. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not my station. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. It's totally. Gregory burned himself. There's some <laughs> Yeah, it's clearly Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um So, um what you see on your scanner is um, is that the um, the uh, the moon Iona B three two is uh, it's a small rocky moon. It has very little gravity, um, about a quarter of the gravity that uh, Earth does. Um, you also notice that there is an Andorian terraforming unit, a large structure uh, on the opposite side of the uh, of this moon. Giving it a, a, a light atmosphere. Uh, it seems sort of new. The atmosphere isn't totally breathable, um, but it's enough to allow you to hum- a human, almost humanoids, to breathe for a short time at least. Um, you notice that uh, the chemical makeup of this moon is mostly uh, um, 
is a it contains uh, large amounts of deuterium, which is a volatile but very valuable resource. Um, you can detect uh, large uh, mechanical structures uh, related to mining. Uh, you assume that these are belonging to the uh, the Antarans. And um, that's about it. Your scanners aren't picking up anything below the surface. No, no live signs at all? Like, not even the surface ones? Like, there's... Am I not even getting... You can like pick that? up several uh, Antaran life signs on the surface uh, that all okay. seem to be leaving a, a, a localized area where you assume most okay. of the mining is happening. But uh, your scan cannot penetrate the surface of uh, of Iona B3-2. Okay. You assume this is because the... Uh, the uh, the heavy makeup of uh, deuterium is too energy rich, energy laden, to allow your scans to have any kind of accuracy below the surface. Right, uh, Captain. Uh, because of the large quantities of deuterium, I, I'm not getting any accurate readings um, other than surface readings. So wherever these uh, miners are trapped, I, I can't, I will not be able to get a lock on them. Oh. That's not good. Well, there's that. It's imperative that we reach a peaceful resolution to this discussion so we can help rescue these miners. Um, Captain, they don't have much you, time. The, the emergency air they brought down there is only going to last for like another, I don't know, hour or so. You got to save them do first. You, Please. Do you have any teams or any dispatch? Could. Are there any resources available that you have currently that could be deployed to rescue those miners, or...? No. All right. Belmont, are there any other options? Uh, we can try and go down there. Um, I'm not sure what materials we're going to have to cut through, but if it's rock, we might be able to just get through it with uh, with uh, phasers. Uh, also, depending on the size, Ram could help out with his uh, strength. So I, But, I, I mean, other than digging ourselves, I'm not sure what we can do. Well, there's tools on the surface. It's a mining facility. You do have some that are prepared on the, on, on for, it's not just extraction, it's for actual, oh, that's fantastic. Absolutely, yes, if you need to dig, that's, that's what we're there for. Well, that's that's as good as we're going to get, Captain. Well, Belmont, I need to stay here for negotiations, of course, but if you and Ram want to go down and help rescue these miners, I feel like that would be in our best interest. Absolutely. Uh, I will I will contact Lieutenant Ram, and we will prepare to um, uh, beam down to the surface immediately. Uh, actually, are we? Oh, yeah, we are able. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can absolutely yeah, beam down to the we surface. We just got Charak, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll beam down uh, immediately. Excellent. I'll be uh, back in the briefing room. Wanted to discuss something with Herrick. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Captain. Captain walks back into the briefing room. Um, uh, 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 Sotha and uh, and Herrick are uh, just sort of standing near each other, looking each other up and down. <laughs> Kind of one of Soth is gesturing over to the open access panel, and uh, Herrick is just kind of annoying. Yeah, her antenna goobies are touching his face. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, for for an Andorian to like a a Vulcan, it is huge. Yeah, I mean, you you are you're putting out the vibe or something because it's Chad Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Vulcan. Um, that's great. Is everything all right, Captain? Uh, yes, yes. Um, just had a, something to take care of. Uh, could I steal Herrick away just for a quick moment? Yeah, sure. What's the problem with ridges in there? Nothing to be worried about. We'll be resuming our negotiations shortly. Uh-huh. Uh, Herrick and I will find a, a private place to discuss. Herrick, um... I've been meaning to ask you a question about the situation. Um, how how much do you know about the legitimacy of their claim? It seems that both have claims to that moon and mining there, but are any of them really valid? Um, before I answer that, um, is at this point in time, is this are the Antarans a member of Starfleet yet? Um, for the Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Be that as it may, Captain. And has Herrick gotten any information on who claimed what first? Um, according to the Federation computers? Uh, no, record? not yet. It's, uh, okay. it's a vast database. Compiling. And it's compiling. All right. No, Captain. I have not as of yet receive the information on who staked claim to the moon first. But, as both the Antarans and Andorians are members of the United Federation of Planets, of which Starfleet belongs, all resources and information, as you know, are shared between allied planets. This is a highly irregular and highly aggressive move by the Andorians. I wasn't aware that the Antarians were a part of the United Federation of Planets. I really need to start watching them. <laughs> Herrick's jaw visibly tightens for a moment, and he just... Of course, Captain. The, uh, Listen, Herrick, it's been a while. <laughs> the Andorian uh, woman, Sotha, um, begins walking over. Uh, Captain Lockstead, I've just received word that there's been some sort of mining accident. Yes, that's being taken care of. I'm being told there's some sort of bioweapon. I'm sorry, bioweapon? Yes, it, it, according to my sources, it wasn't, uh, it had nothing to do with, uh, uh, uh rocks or any kind of collapse. Uh, the people who are trapped down there according to my sources, are uh, victims of some sort of attack. And a bio- so what you're telling me is that you believe this isn't an accident, it was an attack. No, what I'm telling you is that I'm beginning to believe that the reason the Antarans are down here is to develop some kind of a bioweapon, and it got out. Those are some very serious accusations that you're throwing out. And These what evidence Antarans do you have? hate the Denobulans. I'm sure they're developing some kind of weapon. Let us obliterate it from orbit. We have a fleet here. 
That is not going to happen. You don't have any evidence whatsoever that they are developing a bioweapon and... They have scores of miners who are trapped in some hole somewhere suffering from a bioweapon. Probably. We do not know all of the facts, but we will soon because I have dispatched a team to take care of it and rescue the miners. We'll figure out everything that's happened. Do not jump to conclusions. I'm returning to my ship. I have to oversee orbital bombardment. So, Andor will not allow this uh, this bioweapon to escape this planet's surface. Whatever operations you're planning, make sure they're done within an hour. I'm afraid that I'm going to have to ask you to stay. We are not done with negotiations. She puts her hands on her hips, and her one of her hands is very, very near a pistol. Am I being detained, Captain? Mm, you are not being detained. We are still discussing matters. We are in recess. Allow our discussions to conclude and then do as you will. However, I am here to moderate and reach a peaceful resolution. And I am representing... I am representing Starfleet. So, we have not reached a verdict. Please sit. You have one hour to determine the cause of this and if it is a bioweapon we will be obliterating it you do not have that position of power we have a fleet good day captain you have a fleet she uh, just walks out the door oh. <sighs> it's going to be a very interesting day Herrick Captain. What do you suggest? I would suggest you make a hasty communication to Admiral Black and inform her of the escalating tensions. Well, I can do that, but we're here now. And elevated cortisol levels. No, please. <sighs> As I recall, you authorized this protocol, Captain. I realize that is a massive mistake on my part. Okay. I'm sending Lieutenant Ram and Lieutenant Belmont to rescue the miners. should also see what caused that explosion. This accusation of a biological weapon is so far-fetched they're just coming up with any excuse to justify bombardment and they have absolutely no right to do so Captain when Andorians believe they are in a position of power or leverage over a adversary they will not hesitate to push the advantage well, being that they are both members of the United Federation of Planets, shouldn't they know better? Their membership or... in the Federation, by far, is less incremental than their entire culture as a people. That would be hmm. saying, why do you Vulcans continue to practice such discipline? It is how mm. they are. 
And you must learn to deal with how they are, sir. It would just not seem advantageous for them to betray such a large large federation for just a moon. (sighs) Did you perhaps think think it prudent to tell her that, sir? They value honor. Well, she did storm out. I didn't get a chance. I was going to have that discussion, but... <laughs> Herrick just sort of motions to the door. Oh, she's right. gone. Yeah, she's she's long gone. Is she off the ship? Yeah, yeah, she's transported out. She's gone. She's back on her ship. How'd she know how to get back to the transporter room? She guessed. <laughs> yeah, she guessed. Oh, my God. She's smart. I, I would like to think that she followed the exact path you led her on, which yeah. was definitely out of the way. <laughs> Did she turn <laughs> around and notice the conference door that she just came out of? When... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <sighs> Anyways, we have an hour's time to convince her to not bombard the mining facility. We have trapped miners who are currently on the mining facility. We should probably help them figure out if it was an accident or not that got those miners trapped and then we'll proceed from there very well captain yes because talking as of right now is not going to be useful until we figure out exactly what's going on in that mining facility you have prepare you have about one hour before uh, the Andorians begin their orbital bombardment yeah, and about one hour before the miners uh, in the uh, in the uh, the facility lose air. Um, Charok is still outside. If you want to talk to him before you decide on anything, I'll uh, yeah, I'll go out and meet with Charok. Okay, uh, Captain. All right, we're going to rescue the miners. I'm going to try to come back as soon as possible. Thank and you. Try to figure out exactly what happened down there. Thank you. You're welcome. Feel free to stay in the ready room. We'll be right back as soon as possible. And we'll get back to negotiations, hopefully. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. We'll do our best. I'll uh, head with the full team. Uh, and get ready to make our way down to the mining facility. Okay. So everybody's beaming down? Yep. Okay. Is there anything uh, you want to bring? We, yeah, I was going to say, are we armed? I mean, I imagine tricorders and whatnot, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, what would you guys like to bring? Would at least like class two phasers, just in case. Class two phasers? The, yep. The rifles? Yeah, they, um... Oh, that's right. that's class three. Oh, sorry, sorry, class, class two. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody's no. got class two phasers and that's a tricorder. That's standard yeah, away yeah. team stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, and I and uh, Belmont, you probably have like an extra engineering bag with you. Yeah, I have a little engineering uh, multi-tool of sorts. Sure, a sonic um... screwdriver. <laughs> it's a thing, but it, there is an actual. There sonic actually screwdriver. is. There actually is. <laughs> uh, Herrick, do you want to bring any extra armaments, maybe? Mm. No. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, you want to bring anything special? Um, Probably not, no. Your body's kind of special, probably... so. 
Yeah, probably make sure someone is keeping an eye on Gregory, though, while, just, while I'm gone. Just, oh, nobody can keep an eye on Gregory. The medical bay has been locked down. Oh my god, what? Nobody gets in or out of the medical bay right now. It is... Birth of the Borg, right? For the uh, all right intents now. and purposes, medical bay is quarantined until further notice. We've got Borg at home. <laughs> we do. <laughs> this is new Borg. Gregor uh, Borg. Uh, uh, Captain, are you going to bring anything special? I don't think I would bring. So nobody's bringing medical particular. kits for the miners if they find them down there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Honestly, I probably I should do that. <laughs> That's not. I've I got my engineering stuff. Fine. All right. So on the other guys. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> well, well the, ca the captain's the highest trained medical officer. You probably bring a med, like a little bag med kit with you. Little box of band aids. Yeah, a little box but, of band aids. I was gonna say it's one of those like uh, uh, those door to door uh, physicians from the old, t you know the yeah, old yeah, bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. House call. The, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a house call bag. Sure, sure. Okay. So um, you um, you're all um, ready to beam down to the planet's surface, and uh, you uh, head into the transporter room. You all. Um, Step up onto the transporter uh, pad. Take a long look at uh, Ensign Salixson. Uh, pe uh, petty Officer. Chief Petty Officer uh, Salixson. And uh, <laughs> Salixson gives you a nod. And uh, Captain? Proceed. And that's a great place to take a break. We'll be back very shortly with more uh, Star Trek Adventures Loveless just after this break. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Star Trek Adventures Loveless. My name is Nicotine. I'm joined by a fantastic cast. Uh, the crew of the USS Loveless has just transported down to the surface of a moon in the Triaxis system called Iona B3-2. They are here to rescue several miners who have become trapped under the surface uh, of this mining facility. And they have beamed into the office of um, the head of the uh, uh, People's Antar, uh, Antar and Mining Coalition's brother, uh, Tulum. You... Um, you beam into this office, and the uh, the uh, room around you is um, is uh, <clears throat> is kind of dark. It's got a lot of smoke in it. Um, not like dangerous smoke, more like almost like tobacco smoke, um, but not tobacco. And uh, there's desk lamps that are kind of askew. There's some, um, there's some crates, shipment crates. Uh, it's carpeted, but, like, real thin pile carpet, you know? Like, real, like, almost like a, almost like a, like a, um, like a trailer home. Like a, you know, like on, on, on construction sites, there's, like, trailer homes. It's sort of a temporary base of operations that you're you've mm -hmm. beamed into. You notice there appears to be a game similar to darts, um... With small daggers, um, with a, a picture of a denobulin uh, instead of a, a circle, and uh, the uh, 
uh, player, the last player, has had very, very, very good aim. Uh, you see Tulum, who you assume to be Tulum, uh, uh, a, a man who looks very similar to Charok, um, kind of uh, holding his hands in front of him, and uh, greets you as you uh, as you transport in. Um, hello, uh, Loveless. Interesting decorations. Oh, it's temporary. We're just getting set up. Um, so, I see. Uh, I hear you're here to help. Yes, we're here to assist in any way we can to rescue the miners who are trapped. Sure. Uh, well, um, through this facility here, we've uh, managed to uh, kind of gestures to a door behind him to um, create an airlock around uh, our, our mining operation here. So uh, you'll be able to breathe and everything just fine down in the in the shafts. Um, we uh, have noticed that uh, communications seem to be pretty spotty down in the caves. Uh, we think it's because of the deuterium. Um, uh, I can show you a map. He pulls out a, a, um, a, a little pad, data pad. Uh, that shows kind of the outline of the mines. Uh, there's basically just two. It's it's sort of like a W shape. Um, there's a a, a, a a tunnel that goes uh, west and a tunnel that goes uh, to the east. And um, on the tunnel that goes west, you notice at the very end of it, there's a, like a blinking uh, red square. Uh, and he just sort of shows that to you and says, okay, so there's a western... Uh, mining shaft, and um, we have about 20 people. Uh, exactly. 20 people who are stuck down there. And, um, we lost communication with them. Uh, they didn't make their check-in. And, uh, um, we're worried that something's happened. We've, uh, evacuated the rest of the mines, so there's nobody else down there. But, um, uh, we're worried for them. Our seismic scanners showed no, uh, cave-ins. See. Very well. We'll uh, proceed down the western path and see if we can't rescue them and dig them out. Thank you. Of course. All right. Let's proceed. Herrick will actually hang back a moment and turn to the Antarian and, uh, in regards to the disagreement with the Andorian fleet, are we going to die? It would be most helpful if you could uh, provide me with uh, any evidence of claimancy over this planet I don't or this planetoid. Have any kind of paperwork here? You'd have to talk to my brother. All the information that they have is probably on the station in orbit. and you have no way of accessing it from your office. Um, I can try to patch in, I I think. It's not really my specialty. You 
do not keep a direct line of communication with your support station? Look, I can keep a line of communication to the station, but last I heard, they were all being held at gunpoint by the Andorians. Captain. Yes. I would like to attempt to establish a line of communication to the station while the rest of you go on ahead. Perfectly fine. Have you sent communication to Admiral Black, sir? No, I have not done that yet, but I will after this rescue, if need be. Very well, sir. Well, let's not delay. We only have an hour's time before they decide to begin bombardment. All right. Best of luck. Okay. We'll proceed forward into the western corridor. Okay. So, um, your, uh, all four of you, sorry? Uh, Herrick, are you staying back? Yeah, Herrick is going to attempt to a step. Well, I suppose Herrick would tell the uh, the foreman or whomever mm-hmm. to attempt to establish communication with the uh, space station's computer sure. and retrieve what information he could. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, all right. So, um, all four of you then head into the uh, head into the uh, the uh, the gateway down into the mines. Um, you begin to leave the, uh, relative light and atmosphere of the, um, of the office and, uh, set foot on a, on a dusty kind of rocky surface. It's, uh, white. It doesn't appear white in this light. It's beginning to get darker and darker. Uh, the lights ahead of you are flickering and inconsistent, but you do notice that um, the mine shafts are uh, of adequate size to move around, but not very much. Um, you begin uh, the trek down. It's uh, difficult, slippery, and um, none of your uh, communications equipment uh, is working. If you attempt to use your uh, your communicators, all you get is static. Um, the uh, um, the mine continues to get deeper, and you get this sense of uh, of um, of speaking but not hearing any echoes like the like the air around you is absorbing all of the sound it is very disconcerting and disorienting and um you happen upon a large corridor i guess like a like a, a almost like a cavern it begins to get bigger the uh range of your uh of your lights can't quite get to the ceiling. You notice a um, 
a drawing on the wall um, depicting a map of the mines. And um, you discover a, uh, a shortcut drawn on this map. How much do you want to bet? That shortcut will lead us to them. Uh, I don't know. That seems incredibly convenient. It, uh, is is this drawing like a crude drawing, or is this like an official? I mean, it's not an of- official official drawing, but you can kind of guess that the miners who work down here, uh, not having access to electronics, <laughs> probably draw their own maps to keep track of where they are down here. There's a little Kilroy was here on it. Um, we can, uh, if you like, Captain, we can go down this way and see where it leads. Um, do we do we know if that's the direction of the cave-in itself or what, or wherever the, the trapped miners are? Mm-hmm. We know that's the way to go. Yeah, it's on the western shaft. Okay. So your choice, Captain. Might as well take the shortcut. We don't have a lot of time. Right. Okay. We'll proceed through the shortcut. Sure. Um, so the shortcut leads you to uh, a small, um, sort of caved in, uh, not caved in, but a small opening, and enough to sort of crouch through. Um, it is very, very dark. You cannot see through it. And, uh, your lights, uh, don't seem to be able to hit the end of this small corridor, the small opening. But you do recognize it as the shortcut. Uh, Captain, can I suggest, uh, Lieutenant Ram, uh, go first? Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Ram, could you, uh, lead the way? Sure thing, Captain. Excellent. We should also be scanning just in case to see if there's any evidence of a biological weapon. Hi, Captain. I know it's silly, but... No, no, it's best to be safe. I'll pull out my uh, my tricorder and start scanning for any any biological anything outside of... Yeah, your your, uh, tricorder does detect a life sign. uh, Sort of further into this... uh, into this uh, corridor. Oh, I am getting something, Captain. What's it's that? Some, it's some type of life sign, but the tricorder is uh, isn't giving me anything specific. <sighs> How far away? It's a great question. Do, do, do we have far? anything, or no? <laughs> Just. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, how 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 did, is it a singular uh, life form uh, in one location yeah. that I can actually see yeah, the range? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it seems single okay. life forms seems in your area fairly consistent with the uh, with the with the scans of the uh, the uh, Antaran uh, surface life forms you saw on the ship. Oh, okay. So they're most likely an Antarans. Well, you you detect um, one life sign, yeah, and just it one okay. appears to be Antaran. Oh, I we'll have to share. Yeah, I can see here, Captain. It is uh, it is actually an Antaran life sign. 
Okay, I think we're on the right path then. Let's proceed forward. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Lieutenant Ram, who, as the ship's um, uh, artificial crewman, is equipped with the ability to see in the dark uh, with a multitude of sensors, uh, is able to uh, navigate their way through this uh, this tiny little crevice and uh, finds themselves uh, standing back up, straight up, in a sort of a, a very similar looking uh, corridor to the last, except this one um, you begin to hear kind of a, a, a sniffling kind of <laughs> kind of a noise. What do you do, Lieutenant Ram? I would start trying to go towards the noise. Sure. Do you alert anybody else? Not at the moment, no. Okay. So you walk a little bit further uh, into the black towards this uh, this voice. <laughs> and uh, you... Uh, hello? Is anyone there? Hello. hello. You see a small uh, figure... Um, dehydrated and uh, thin uh, wearing rags essentially um, and uh, cut and bleeding as if they were uh, scraped across rocks um, you recognize this to be an Antaran although this one is emaciated <laughs> hello there Captain, could could we get them medkit over here? Of course. I see. I'd like to examine the Antara and see uh sure. what I can deduce. The light The light <laughs> um, We can probably turn our light to the lowest setting, Captain, if it's bothering um, there we go. <laughs> they uh, they visibly is that, is that better? They visibly react a little bit less shrunken. <laughs> what, what happened? Everyone, everyone's dead. <laughs> they went. They went towards the lights. It was, it was the denobulance. say they went toward the light? There's some kind of light. <laughs> They're all dead. Okay. Easy. Easy now. Is is there anything I have, like anything to You have a sedative. You have a, med- you have a hypospray sedative. Yeah. A meditative. Medical I'll, hypospray. I'll, I'll go ahead and administer, yeah. administer that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Will they still be lucid? Um, well, it remains to be seen. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Not anymore. The uh, um, Antaran dehydrated, so. uh, sort of uh, just kind of exhales and leans back, oh, eyes open, 
just kind of laying, still kind of crunched, but um, not sobbing anymore. Just kind of staring up at the ceiling. How do you feel now? Do you feel better? (laughs) Don't, don't, don't go in. Don't go in. This light that you saw, can you tell me about the light? Was there anything else to it? think happened here this doesn't sound like an accident i'm i'm not really sure i'm a little concerned about the state of her being emaciated and dehydrated and in these type of clothing if this cave-in happened what an hour ago or something like that this is whatever's happened to her has been happening for a while i I don't think it's associated with this light but uh i don't know it could be it could there could be another life form of some sort. I mean, I can try and scan again for something else. Um, actually, uh, do do you know the the uh, direction? I know it's hard. It's dark in here, but relatively the direction that you were, or where the the other people were. Do you wink she, at all? She just rolls her head over and kind of gestures further down into the into the uh, the corridor down the corridor. <clears throat> Captain. Yes. This has gone clearly beyond the parameters we were expecting. I suggest we attempt to stabilize the Antaran, and then we must return to the Loveless to make Starfleet aware of the situation here. And as I agree. And in equal measure, inform the Endorians. But the sooner uh, we are able to leverage the not the fact that Starfleet has been provided, and by way of Starfleet, the Federation, that there is something out of place here. Uh, Perhaps the Andorians will not be so quick. Andorians will not be so quick to attempt to destroy this place, which I find highly irregular in the first place. Because of how rich in resources this moon is, sir. I absolutely agree with Commander Herrick. For them to bombard the surface of this moon, considering how many um, resources there are, I mean, that would be detrimental for them. I mean, just from a logistic uh, point of view. But, uh, Captain, if I could, I would like to... I don't want to go down that passageway, but if I could scan it, just get close and scan it. That's probably a good idea, just to figure out what we're dealing with here. Because I will be having a conversation with Chowrock seeing exactly what's going on here. And then... Time is of the essence, Captain. I understand that. We need to understand fully what's going on here. Go ahead and proceed with your scan, and then let's get out of here. I'll walk towards the uh, passageway and whatnot. Okay. And uh, pull out the tricorder and scan. Sure. It'll be a roll. Uh, It'll be a... uh, Insight and uh, science roll with a uh, complication of two because of the uh, deuterium-lined walls. Okay. Oh, full success. 
All right, your tricorder scans are picking up um, something. Um, you recognize that it is detecting some kind of signal that is not deuterium, is not the substrate, and is not um, antarin or mechanical in any way. It is, for all intents and purposes, an anomaly. And uh, you only detect this anomaly in trace amounts, but you only detect this anomaly on that direction of the corridor. Right. Um, so, Captain, I am, I am, uh, I am getting something, but it's it's some anomalous readings. I, I don't know what it is, but it's a signal, and it's it's um, it's small, uh, and it's oh, 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 it's down this way. So that's all I'm I'm able to pick up with my tricorder. That'll be good enough. Let's return back. Be having a conversation with Charok to find out exactly what's going on here. So the party decides to escort the the sedated Antaran back up to the surface? Yep, we'll have Ram just do that thing where it grabs by the hip and just like <laughs> pretend they're walking along. Yeah, perfect, okay. Um, you uh, are just turning around back to head back when um, there is... A rather large, uh, not explosion per se, but a uh, definite crumbling around you. And uh, you notice that this uh, wall that uh, was about to lead you back uh, is now nothing but uh, solid rocks as the threat meter is reduced down to two. There is, for all intents and purposes, no escape. Is everyone all right? Uh, fine. I'm fine, Captain. I believe so. This isn't good. Uh, we only have one direction we can go in. Right. So is this place completely blocked off, or is there only is there another way out? Mm, according to the map, there is only that one the the uh, the shortcut and the uh, the main uh, shaft, which are both blocked for you now. So no escape. No escape. <laughs> Let's stop and think here. Do we have anything that might help us dig out of this tunnel? I doubt it. Um, I don't think our phasers will be able to get through the wall, though I can scan to check. Uh, I'm a little concerned about deuterium itself and uh, how reactive it can be. Uh, Very good. I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna blow us up quite yet. I, I'm 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 not seeing. I mean, the the other direction. Um, 
we could start going down that way, and I can do sweeping scans as we go, uh, both for this signal and for for any possible exits. See what I I don't see another option. We can have our phasers ready just in case something comes at us. That sounds like the best course of action. We'll uh. Phaser fire that idea. would be ill-advised. I totally yeah, agree. Let's I don't not blow us it. up. I just, just in case. Okay. Just in Even case we would like to blow ourselves up, Commander. No, <laughs> as a threatening gesture. You know this. Just as if, if, if there is something that is potentially has killed somebody and they see us with weapons, they may think twice to attack. Of course, I guess at the same time, they may attack just as quick. So if you think we should put them away, that's fine. We should put them away just for now. This is not the place. Very good. Okay. Um, so, what do you do with the uh, the female? Antarn girl? We'll uh, be escorting her along. Uh, we'll Short piggyback ride? Sure. Got a piggyback ride? Okay. So, uh, the party moves uh, away from the cave in. Further down into the western mine shaft. The uh, western mineshaft grows thinner and smaller, uh, more claustrophobic as you continue uh, walking. Um, it is very dark, and uh, you are noticing those uh, hand-drawn maps along the walls are getting fewer and far farther between. Um, <clears throat> eventually you come to a, um, an opening, a large opening. An opening that is essentially a large cliff. The bottom of which you cannot see. Your lights do not penetrate. Um, but across this cliff is a um, is a platform. Um, it is thin. There are some holes, and it is quite narrow. It is not a problem for. Uh, or uh, Antaran biology. This is kind of natural, you know, close to their home world. Normal for them. But uh, it could present issues uh, getting across. Is, uh... The Antar, uh, is she still coherent, or no, is she she's not sleeping, coherent? basically. Crap. <laughs> I know you could probably make that ram. Hmm. How how heavy is ram? I was gonna say, isn't he like the heaviest? Mm. Um, heavy enough to sink. He's very dense. <laughs> heavy enough to sink. Probably probably a little. Uh, probably maybe twice as heavy as any one of you. Maybe not quite I think twice Herrick as heavy. Eric might be the best one to try to get across because he can carry himself. Sure. Sure. Um, so you want to go ahead and try it? Yeah, why not? Okay, that'll be a roll. It'll be a fitness and... Uh, 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 I'll say a fitness and, and security roll. Uh, complication of, of uh, two because it's dark. I will, uh, let's see. He's 
use my composure focus for this one. Okay, focus use. Okay, Herrick, you uh, deftly kind of gracefully get yourself across that Vulcan discipline is uh, shown in full effect, and you manage to uh, get across. No problem. Who's next? I'm, you should go first. I'm, I'm the oldest, and least likely to make it across. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Captain. I'll, I'll, right. I'll go ahead. And, uh, Just being honest here, if if I'm doing it, then I might need your assistance. It'd be better for you to be on the other side. Right. I. I when I, did I, he I would... turn into an aged man? I think. I'm not. I'm not the spryest. Okay. Things are different no. since the cave-in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Uh, I think I would probably be a, 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 a probably a little shaky to walk across this chasm. Like, yeah, sure. Just visibly, just as anyone would. As anyone would. Uh, let's. Uh, except, well, except, sorry. Except for for Commander Herrick. I'm gonna need a roll for me. It'll be fitness and. Uh, Oh, we'll stick with security, too. Fitness and security. Uh, complication okay, of two. Right. Escrow two. All right. I don't think I have I, anything. I'm pretty fit. Ooh. Ooh. That is actually a critical uh, failure with one success. So, um... Foot went through a plank. Well, this is, this is that part of a show, isn't it? Or the movie where... <sighs> there is a gust of, of, uh, oh, of no. wind. Um, through this, uh, through this, uh, this cavern. You are in the most vulnerable part, middle of the way through. When you lose your footing. And fall. There's a, after a second or two. Through the darkness, there is a crack sound. And, uh, what do you do, Captain? As the, uh, threat is reduced down to, uh, to one. <laughs> and that black goo monster that killed Tasha Yar shows up. <laughs> oh, man. I think immediately I'll call down to see if I get a response. You do. Belmont! You can hear the captain, Belmont. Um, am I am I able to respond? You are able to respond, but um, you are very injured. In fact, I'm going to need you to take uh, some damage here. Under stress, oh. um, your stress is going to be... Uh, I'm not sure how many stress points you have. Let me see. Under your character sheet, you have... Oh, I see. You have... One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, so 11 stress points. I'm going to need you to fill it up to 10. Oh, boy. Um, both of your legs are uh, are uh, injured. You've sprained your left ankle, and your right leg, where you came down on, is uh, received an incredible compound fracture. Your bone is sticking through the shin. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. You are bleeding and uh, unable to walk. 
want? Uh, Are you alright? No! <laughs> Throw the med so. kit down and hit him in the head. I, I, <laughs> there's definitely a bone sticking out of my leg. That's not good! Do you see any way to get out from there? I guess in in the state of I'm in, I'm definitely gonna turn my brightness up and and scan. Yeah, sure. Um, you're looking around hard for you to see anything. Uh, Herrick, for your part, you do notice a uh, a rope, uh, a single rope, that is uh, on that side of the uh, on on the completed side of the uh, the, the crevice, crevasse. And uh, it leads down into the into the black. It's only a crevasse if it's from the crevasse region of France. Otherwise, it's just a <laughs> sparkling land hole. It's terrible. Uh, okay, how, how? What kind of length are we talking about? Like, because I would, Herrick would tie it off if possible, and then sort of make a loop to lower down to Belmont. Sure. Um, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, we could do that. Lieutenant Commander. Yeah? I'm lowering a rope down to you. Place your arms through the hole and secure it under your armpits. I'm going to attempt to li- to ki- pull you up. Okay, so I, I am over. I'm close enough to the rope that I can do this. I can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can right, see, you can see uh, Belmont's light, Commander Herrick. It's pretty far down, but um, you know, through the sediment, through the dust, you can see it. God, I'd put it on. Okay. Sort of pull on the rope, like go ahead. All right. Herrick will take a moment to give a visual inspection of his tie-offs and everything, and then sure give a test pull on the rope to see if it's just going to blatantly snap and if everything seems secure since it won't pull him off he'll begin to try to pull Belmont up yeah it seems secure um, but I will need you to make a roll it'll be a uh, uh, daring and security roll with a complication of two and a test roll of two wow full success perfect the rope holds uh, you're, you pull up Belmont. Uh, I mean, my leg is not secure, and there's a bone sticking through it. Really. This confuses Lieutenant Ram, who does not experience this, uh, this feeling ever at all. Should I go down there and help him? Like, I, I, I could go down and hold him as you rope up. That might be a bit more secure on his leg. At this point, I'm probably a little ways up. I, mean, I imagine, I mean, Herrick is a Vulcan, so he's got some strength. <laughs> probably going up and lurching. Yeah, ah! he's, he's, pretty much, he's pretty much up at the platform already. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's, he's, he's up there. So two of you are across. One of you in better shape than the other. I'm definitely vomiting. Yeah. Cool. Who's next? Great work, Herrick. Could you throw the rope over here? Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> Are all of you planning to fall into the cavern? 
No, we're using the rope to get across so we don't have to jump. Did the bridge break? No, it's still intact. Okay. Yeah, you could, I mean, did it? No, so the wind knocked me over. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you fell over the rickety oh. bridge. Oh. Yeah. The wind has subsided for now. Thank God the, the alligator like lagoon to, dried up. I'm just thinking of using the rope just in case the bridge. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Herrick, yeah. once, uh, once Belmont secured, Herrick will uh, throw the rope over to Lockstead. Sure. Is it possible to do a Tarzan kind of thing and just like mm. swing across? Not if yeah, you want slam into the side. You want to slam into the side of the cliff? Yeah. It would be. I would be very hard. You could do it for some stress points. If you took some stress yeah, points, you could, you could do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think you, you know what I would drive the ship with your feet. It doesn't mean you should. It's like a wily coyote thing. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just watching <laughs> the humans just commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> suicide. We're brave. We're just very brave. I've always wanted to do this. Do you? Uh, do you do it? I'll Luxor? swing across. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, well, that's. Uh, oh it'll be a God. success. It'll be an automatic I'll success. I'll swing across. I'll swing across with the rope. Yeah, sure. Uh, you're gonna take well, how much? How much? Hang on, I gotta look at your your character sheet really quickly. Uh, I'm looking at Belmont's right now. Yeah, how much stress do I have left? Let me see. Oh my god. Okay, so... Oh, wow. Um, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm gonna need you to, um, to put your stress up to, uh, up to 6. <laughs> I'll do it for you. There you go. Stress is up to 6. You have oh, 4 more god. stress points before you're, uh, before you're out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you uh, you tie the rope around yourself and uh, check with Herrick, and and then you kick off, and you're. <laughs> Herrick is just staring, <laughs> and you <laughs> smash right into the side of the. Watch out this for is that cementing. <laughs> this is cementing Herrick's suspicion that he is actively being punished for some reason by being assigned to this crew. The only one left is Lieutenant Ram and also the the unconscious uh, Antaran. Does Ram have the kind of like servo mechanisms Data would have, where he could just literally fall down the cliff and then climb up it easily? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you you would get critically injured if you jumped down, Lieutenant Ram, but it would be very difficult to get up. I don't think you can just smash your your servos into the sides of the cavern walls and crawl up without invoking some kind of, you know, some kind of... Uh... I mean, because everybody's fallen into the pit. Why not ram? Go, go, gadget legs. Yeah, I don't have rocket boots, do I? <laughs> no, it, it is a it is The a pit distance. is a passage. It is a distance you think you could jump. Go, go, gadget rehabilitation. Maybe with a little it's bit of, uh, like, a running start. So do need to get over there with um, the Antaran as well, right? We're oh. not just leaving the Antaran. Oh, you could, leave the, her. you could leave the Antaran there. <laughs> you don't need to take it with you. <laughs> uh, do, do we... Hoi to puppy. Aww. Uh, Captain, what should I do with the Antaran? Ram would yell over. 
Well, you should proceed with whatever method does not get our our entire friend harmed. How about that? Red Rover, Red Rover. Right. I I am concerned about the drop because. Yeah, you you are fairly certain that if that Antaran fell into the into the crevice, she would not be likely to survive. Can you toss her? Oh, for fuck's sake! Le- I, Lieutenant I'm not Ram, sure if that's safe. Secure the Antaran on the on your side of the cavern and come over. Make sure she right. will not accidentally roll into the crevice. Right, okay. Uh, Herrick says this with a sense of why am I having to say this? Ram would find them a a good place to, you know, rest. Somewhere a little bit further away from the edge. Sure, sure. And uh, how do you want to get across? Run and jump. Run and jump? Okay, so you, 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 you get ready in a ready stance. You get a little running start. And you kick off the side of the uh, cavern and go ahead and give me a roll. It'll be a fitness and uh, uh, a security roll. Does everyone have a concussion but me? Um, Complication of two. And uh, yeah, test roll of two. Go ahead. Partial success. Um, So you kick off. And your body kind of sails through the air in a way that is very unfamiliar to you, Lieutenant Ram. Your 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 balance your balance gyros are like in not comprehending what's really happening, and um, you lose your balance just a little bit, uh, and only make it about chest high to the side of the cavern, and you're slipping. Herrick will move over and immediately start to uh, help Ram. Okay, that'll be a daring and uh, security roll um, with a complication of, uh, of two, task roll of two. Full success. Fine. Wonderful. You, uh, you grab Ram, and although Ram is very heavy, you manage to uh, pull Ram up over the side. Ram, you get a leg up over the, over the edge of the crevice, and uh, all four of you are now on the opposite side. Uh, have traversed. Eric's going to need to report to sickbay after this for... <laughs> All that pain he's going to have from carrying this away team on his back. <laughs> Captain. Captain, I could use uh, something for my leg. Have Wait, it. Did Lockstead even climb out yet, or is he still smacked into the wall? I think I've just been like no, rubbing Lockstead. my nose because yeah. I smashed it against Lockstead the wall. Is, okay. Lockstead is out. Lockstead's up. Everybody's up on the platform. I'll go ahead and administer some medical aid to Belmont and help see if, what I can do with that bone sticking out. Sure. There's like a cast I can put over it. There's not a whole lot you can do. You can, um, you, there's a, you still have some sedative for a hypospray. Uh, there's, uh, some antibiotics. Uh, you know, you can, you can, um, you can, uh, apply, you know, antibiotics, but you wouldn't want to seal anything because you don't want it to seal around the protrusion. Right. I'll, I'll disinfect and then apply some sedative. Okay. Burn. Yeah. You can, uh, you can definitely do that. Uh, you get ready to apply the, uh, the sedative. There you go. Mm. You're not in very much pain anymore, uh, Belmont, but you are very stringently aware of, uh, your leg and its current state. It's 
strange. You mean like in the guys? Look, it's rubber. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, unable to walk, you uh, have to rely on your crew to carry you. Oh. Okay. All right. Now the um, question comes: How are we going to get her over here? What? No. No. <laughs> Wait, Captain. I suggest what? we move forward. The Antaran does not seem pertinent to this situation. We just can't leave her there. <laughs> Herrick pointedly looks across the chasm that they've all just jumped over and then looks back to Belmont and then looks again and then, Captain, we do not have time. Ram, I feel really Ram, bad if we ever, left her there. Have you ever used a lasso? For fuck's sake, we're gonna uh, um, this woman. So one of your Captain, your 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 com badge makes a little jingling noise to alert you that you have about twenty more minutes before uh, the orbital bombardment will commence. Look, whatever we're going to do, we need to do it quickly. But if we leave her here, she isn't going to survive. Is there a way? for us to use the rope, throw it over to the other side, maybe lasso it onto a fixture, a rock fixture, and then have someone walk across and then bring her back? If we can lasso a limb, we can just drag her across the bridge thing. She would definitely not not survive. (laughs) There's no way. Jesus. She would not survive. I'm on drugs, okay? (laughs) You got any, anybody's under the influence is going to have some great ideas. Yeah, Herrick, you're going to go ahead and take three stress points right now. <laughs> you're going to go ahead and take is there, three stress right now. Are there any stalagmites, like, around the cave? Like, any any um, rocky fixtures? It's pretty hard for you to tell. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, so, like, absolutely nothing on the other side where we could lasso a rope to? No. Yeah, and for your part, Belmont, your tricorder is still alerting you to the presence of uh, an anomaly, anomalous reading further in, and it's getting stronger. Oh, Herrick's going to uh, Belmont permitting take uh, relieve Belmont of his tricorder since Belmont is not at his uh, his best, and will start to handle the readings himself. Okay, well, um, you are noticing that there is an anomaly, and it is getting stronger. And it is more prevalent further in. Um, if we can't go back and get her, we're going to have to keep going forward, right? So, uh, I, maybe, maybe we can come back in a little bit if we can find a way out, and they don't blow this place up. We can, we can get back to her. Fine, we'll do that then. The readings are stronger this way, Captain. Well, it looks like we'll be coming face to face with whatever this anomaly is. Let's proceed with caution. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, would you give me a hand? Sure thing, Belmont. Uh, do, you, do you want me to carry you, or...? Whatever you think is best. Just Lieutenant Ram removes a hand. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> just <laughs> hands it to him. <laughs> Uh, and then I we're appreciate. destroyed by the bombardment. 
I appreciate that, <laughs> but you're going to need this. I need you to uh, probably carry me. I don't think I can hop with the bone hanging out. Right away. Do, do you wish to be... Uh, which way to be carried would be preferable to you? Bridle or over shoulder? Piggyback? Everything leaves my legs dangling, so I guess it really doesn't matter. You, you, Whatever you haven't done, let's do that. Dealer's choice. I believe bridle will probably be safest for your legs. Bridle it is. Initiate okay. bridle carry protocols. As you all make your way uh, further in, um, you begin to become aware of uh, lights. They begin softly at first, small lights. Uh, particles, particulates. Um, they're teal, this light, and they kind of float like uh, like dust. Um, the light is getting stronger the further you go into this cave. And uh, you're beginning to notice that along the walls are veins of this light stretching out in... in in irregular patterns all along the walls the floor, the ceiling it's all becoming lit by these long like spindly teal uh, veins the further in you go the more you begin to notice that these veins take shape they're uh, you can see that they are some kind of uh, some kind of viscous liquid, almost. And, um... get darker, kind of, towards the center. Um... At, uh, at some point, as you walk further in, you see them begin to undulate. You make it to, uh, the end of this shaft, where you see, um the miners they are attached in agonized positions to the floors to the walls frozen held in stasis what do you do what's the tricorder say sure go ahead and take a tricorder scan that'll be a, a insight and a science roll Okay. Complication of... Uh, complication of two. Okay, full success. The tricorder is taking life signs. And, uh, it is noticing that the, uh, miners are alive. Uh, but their life signs are very low, as if they are in some sort of hibernation. Um, there appear to be uh, microcellular life forms resembling some form of mycelium spores all along the floor walls you recognize this as some sort of not necessarily a life form a life form feels generous this is some sort of something else and as a type of mycelium you 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 recognize that it is breaking down um, the surrounding area you 
notice, too, that the uh, life sign uh, tendrils, these tendrils, appear to converge upon one location, a circular slab of rock, mostly untouched by this life form, if you want to call it that. Additionally, your tricorder tells you that the hearts, the heartbeats of all of these miners are uh, all beating in unison. Herrick will relay that back to the uh, back to the captain. Lieutenant Commander Belmont, you um, you notice for your part that the uh, the uh, glowing particulates, the spores, appear to be uh, coalescing around your leg. Oh, uh, it's getting cloudy and hard to see your leg, and. Um, you're noticing that nah, you can no longer see your leg. It is covered by this glowing substance. Uh, Captain. Yes. What? What? Whoa. I'm, yeah. Whoa. Uh, you. What do I feel right now? Do not feel anything in your whole leg. It is completely numb to you. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, I can say that it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't feel at all. I mean, this is past whatever sedative you gave me. I don't know what it's doing, Captain. What is going on here? Uh, Harrick, do you think we have the ability to communicate to this this life form? We try and uh, attempt that with the tricorder. Yeah, also, Herrick took my tricorder, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Commander Herrick, can you also get some readings and, and see whatever is going on? Yeah, Herrick will begin to take uh, readings sure. from the uh, the mass on Belmont's leg. Yeah, um, as you're getting the tricorder tuned to uh, Belmont's leg, you see the, uh, the, the mass begin to dissipate. And in its place is a residue, uh, um, a glowing kind of residue. Oh but but uh, Belmont's leg is no longer uh, got a compound fracture sticking through the skin. In fact, it looks quite healthy. Did they also remove the effects of the uh, sedative? On the leg? Uh, yeah. No. No, no. But um, your leg appears healthy. You're just numb to it. Ah, uh, cocoon. I'm, uh, I'm sort of gingerly poking at the area, trying to... Uh... Sure. See what kind of feeling. Get a little bit of goo on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm probably not. I'll spread it around a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it tastes like candy. Not that I've eaten any. <laughs> it tastes like candy. Uh, Captain, I, I, I don't. I'm not quite sure. I mean, clearly my leg appears healed. I don't feel any pain. Or uh, actually, Ram, can you let me down? Uh, sure. I, 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 I can do it gently. Yes, please. Uh, and then as he, I guess, as he sort of pitches me forward, He's not I'm doing going gently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stumble a bit, but uh, but it does hold up. You're you're good, Elma. This, I mean, I definitely want to get 
Belmar scans, Captain. You're gonna go ahead and reduce your stress back down to one. Oh wow, I feel great. Yeah. The rest of you are. The rest of you are noticing that um, your uh, your injuries that you sustained uh, are feeling much better. That you, you feel a little bit of uh, of uh, slick kind of um, moisture kind of on you, but you but you do feel better. <laughs> And um, and uh, Lieutenant Ram, you uh, your your uh, your eyes are kind of drawn to this um, this uh, convergence of all the the tendrils. You see them all kind of converge into this one spot on the back of the wall, kind of around where most of the miners are. Can I inspect it? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want to walk over there? And just go ahead and walk over to this this uh, convergence. Um, yeah, get, get as close as I can get. Yeah, you notice there's like a big open space where all of these uh, tendrils kind of converge. It is glowing. There are markings on it. And... Uh, you, uh, you, you see just a bunch of markings. Do you want to tell uh, the others? Belmont, could, could you move here? Absolutely. Belmont goes to move and realizes that his legs are stuck to the floor. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, just just I, over here quickly, Belmont. I cannot move. Can Herrick move? Nope. Great. Can I move? Nope. I'm yeah. afraid we're probably going to meet the same fate as these miners uh, if we can't figure mm-hmm. out something to do. For your part, Ram, this is what you see. Are you seeing that on roll 20? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. Um. Oh, it's Sudoku. Can anyone come over here? Nobody can move, I, but they can see it from where they are. Can we, can no, no, I'm it? saying that in in character. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I we can, I can't move. I can I can see it, but I can't move. Uh, Captain. Yes. We are fixed to the floor, Lieutenant Ram. All of us. Yeah, we can't move. Right. Okay. All three of you notice uh, that the uh, the. Uh, uh, convergence of this bioluminescent this light is uh, creeping slowly up towards your up up your legs. Oh, well, what I can see over here is some sort of three by three grid, and some other markings around it. Okay, I could be some key to something. Uh. Uh, I'm gonna ask out of character. There, there are four markings on the side that look movable. Those are those like, are uh, out of character. You can move those. Those are ones you can move. Okay. Okay. I'm just wondering if that's something that he could. I, I didn't know if that was something that was part of. Hmm. Oh. I think Ram is supposed to move them, right? Yeah. 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 
so I, I can see a three by three grid and there's these other markings around it. I, I can't see any sense or reason to their, their placement. There, there, there's um, some others here that I can place. Uh, can you... So you can pick them up and you can move them? Only four of them. Only four The of others, them. I, I, I can't. These markings uh, are made of that same material, that, that same uh, bioluminescent... Uh, material that you see just around you, uh, crawling up your legs. Um, they're just—it's just etched into the side of this wall. This uh, what you're seeing in front of you. Okay. So, is it possible that the markings are supposed to go within the grid in some way? Potentially, but I don't know in what order. Right. Um. Maybe the, the other markings are a clue above it and beside it. Well, okay. There's a repeat of the third one. The I see that. There is a repeat. There, it starts with two on the far left, which seem to be potentially by itself. There's two more that are separated. And then next to that, there's three. Hmm. That is separated. They are... I, I do see... Oh, goodness. Can I... I'm wondering if I can... Oh, I can't. I can't actually... The goo has reached it. everyone's shins. Oh, no. Okay, so... Um, maybe with these four markings, we can... Uh, uh, I don't know. Do something similar to, to one of the patterns we see? Or a continuation of the pattern? Um, I've got four of them, but it's only a three by three. Right, so whatever so, the shape is going to uh, be, it won't be. Just out of character, you don't... Uh, it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't know. The, the total number of things you're able to move isn't relevant. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. It, it does seem to be a repeating pattern. Maybe we complete the pattern. So... Do you see the... Uh, do you see the fifth one in... I'm sorry, uh, uh, not the fifth. Yes, the, the, yes, the fifth one, one in. The, the, uh, the, the, the six. One. Yes. If you see the fifth one in and then look to the bottom, that, that that's repeating. And maybe if we just replicate the sixth one on there, that could solve the problem. I mean, the the, th- the problem is there's a, there's a space gap. Um, oh, my goodness. This is going to... Uh, out of character. How simple is this actually going to be? Pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Repeat the symbol that comes after the duplicate. You mean the you mean the 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 two and then the one underneath it? The two that are close together. Well no. Do you see So we see we see the two markings on the far left, right? And we count that, that line as one. I, I, just for now. And then there's the two separated ones right next to that. We see that, right? And then there's the three clustered right together. So are we counting them individually or are we counting them in groups? Because when we get past that, then we have the, the duplicate up top and the bottom. where There's the two separated, which are up top and at bottom. And then the three with the top one separated from the bottom two. You guys see that? No. No. The goo has reached <laughs> the middle of your thighs. 
Oh, Look, gosh. Okay, whatever we I... do, we must do it quickly. So, can we... Can I use momentum to have the GM do this for us? <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, no. Ah. <laughs> can I use um, momentum so... in a bag of Kit Kats to have the GM do this for us? <laughs> Potentially. So, do you want to... Oh, hold on, guys. I'm pulling up my Amazon. Okay. I mean, if we're going to do... Oh, my gosh. Um, I think we should just do the six one in. It's a repeating pattern. The the six lines. So the the two lines, and then there's a space, then there's another line. That's what you're talking about? Yes. That's the one. Just three in a row, top to bottom. Yes. Okay. Um, are you done, Lieutenant Ram? Yes. The goo, uh, speeds up. Right. Uh, oh man. Is, no, it doesn't no. look like a duplicate of the six line. Remove that pattern. The goo slows back down to its original state. It's around your midsection now, just above your belly buttons. Oh, like we're gonna we're gonna learn what this is and feel like idiots, right? Because that's that's this is like this is like tearing the engine apart of a lawnmower and <laughs> you check for gas, right? Because I feel like that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, my brain's not working at the moment. I it, well, it, it's it's interesting because I'm, I mean, we have um, we have a three by three. I'm assuming we have to create a pattern that somehow corresponds to the other patterns in some way. Um, one, two. What would be the two. simplest oh, way? Oh, hey, can you can you do um, can you do this for me? Can you put one in the upper uh, upper left, and then three across the middle? There's no way, right? No, no, three across the like. Oh, I'm sorry, three diagonally across the middle. So one at the very bottom. Yep, and then the other one in the upper uh, right-hand area. Um, no, the goo stops. <laughs> Confused goo. The goo stops uh, momentarily, but it's still continuing. Ugh. Um. It hesitates. And then the goo decides to give it to you. Sure. (laughs) Oh, Oh, they're stupid. The goo gives it to you. They tried. Um, (laughs) I need to know. What what are we looking at? You you begin to feel more than hear a a voice. Well, three of you do. Lieutenant Ram is... uh, incoherent in to this uh, does not does not compute but uh, the rest of you um, hear uh, feel an, an expression towards you life form
sentient life forms. Yes. Feel free to speak up, Captain. I'm just trying to realize what's going on here. What? I'm pretty sure the this mycelium is quite alive, which is going to be problematic for the miners to continue mining here, I imagine. I thought uh, I was hearing things. No, no, no. I hear it too. Sentience is prohibited from our terraforming operations. This continuing terraforming protocol. The mycelium... Understood. The mycelium begins to retract. It uh, retracts away from your uh, from your bodies, sliding back down towards the ground. And you notice sliding away from the miners. The markings in front of you now having um, read your mind um, assign themselves numerical values one through ten above you and uh, four and five on the second row Lieutenant Ram's markings form a nine and uh, the uh, a poorly drawn nine by the way <laughs> um, the mycelium retreats and uh, dissolves its way into the wall uh, leaving behind only a residue. The miners, for their part, are uh, sliding down onto the floor, beginning to um, <gasps> beginning to stir. Uh, they are emaciated and um, not very healthy looking, but they are alive. If frowsy. way out from this place or are we going to have to I don't ask, shoot the, walls. ask the miners alright uh, hello hello uh, there wouldn't happen to be a way out of here now would there who are you you're not a denobulan uh, don't worry about it uh, just Let's focus on getting out of here. Sound good? What about the, the, the weapon? The, the nobulin all, all, all in due time. There's okay. no weapon. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have some uh, some equipment down here. We were mining. Um, we tried to punch a hole through the surface, and uh, we got pretty far, so uh, if you want to follow, follow me... Yes, uh, time was of the essence. That's I'm assuming out of communication range or can't get through. 
to anything, um, right? No, still no. Yeah, but you do follow the miners, and they bring their uh, bring you to a um, a small uh, sub cavern that has a, a huge amount of mining equipment storage in it. Um, they continue their mining process and uh, manage to punch through uh, up to the surface under one of the uh, approved uh, tents. You uh, uh, exit to the surface and all the miners are uh, slowly trudging behind you, disoriented and drowsy but alive. Uh, you notice that the um, uh, uh, fleet the uh, the 89th uh, uh, Imperial Fleet is uh, directly above and uh, orbiting in geosynchronous orbit directly above you. And um, the last one out of the caves is um, an older uh, an older uh, Antaran cradling the um, the uh, uh, the smaller, uh, the smaller one you'd, you'd remembered, uh, from earlier. Uh, Captain, I, I suggest, uh, contacting, uh, Sotha as, as quickly as possible. And just so we can get this all clear about the life form and the cave and the everything. Yes. I'm going to do that immediately. And <sighs> hopefully it's not too late. I'll, uh, open up a hail too. Sotha. Sotha. This is Captain Eugene Lockstead. Come in. Well, Lockstead, really cutting it down to the wire, aren't you? We're about three minutes away from deploying orbital bombardment on this rock. You're going to want to hold uh, bombardment. We just explored the caves, and uh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and why not? There is no biological weapon. We have deduced that it is actually a uh, a living organism within these mines. Mining operations will cease on this moon, and we will have it evacuated. There's some uh, quiet discussion on the uh, <clears throat> on the um, other side of the communication before uh, Sotha comes back. We tentatively agreed to delay our orbital bombardment pending our investigation. Uh, Herrick will uh, sound off at this point. With all due respect, this should now become a topic for the United Federation of Planets and its Council under Article 2 paperwork you know what this has become such a headache for me for this entire fleet I just wanted to orbitally bombard something today I can't believe that this has taken so much of my time I don't even care fine Starfleet fine Starfleet Well, the Imperial Andorian concludes that Imperial Andorian uh, government will expect a report in full by the end of the week. She just abruptly cuts communication, and uh, you see the uh, in orbit the uh, uh, or the fleet begin to uh, 
to begin to uh, begin to leave. Well, fantastic. Well, that's one issue solved. Yeah. Good work, Eric. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I might not have all the paperwork memorized, but I know who I can turn to. Who has it? All up in here. Very well. We should probably tell the uh, report to Charok and uh, tell him that he will be evacuating this facility immediately. Along with all op- mining operations, they will be suspended. Sure. Um, you uh, make your way over to Charok's office. And, uh, or to, uh, sorry, to, uh, Tulum's office, um, you know, to the rendezvous point. And, um, you walk into the office and, um, see, uh, a few, uh, Antarans, uh, loading crates, um, out of the mines, um, what you recognize to be the entrance to the eastern mine. Um, as you walk into this, um, to this uh, this facility um, one of the uh, Antarans uh, drops their crate and it uh, opens to reveal uh, a number of uh, disruptor uh, pistols and rifles it's just sort of strewn across the floor Herrick immediately draws his type 2 phaser I would follow suit the uh, Antaran young and scrawny and not very well paid uh, looks up at you and everyone at Starfleet and their uniforms and phasers and just kind of puts hands up and just starts walking backwards Herrick's gonna hit his badge Loveless, prepare a security detachment for the surface immediately issue type 3 phaser rifles What an interesting turn of events. Look, uh, I was just doing what they told me to, okay? I, I, I don't have anything... I don't, I don't really know what... What's... I mean, what even is that? Is it some kind of... Kind of <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. Like, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. The other Antaran just looks at the younger one, just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Are they... Are mm-mm. They're, they're fairly disheveled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Captain, we're gonna need... Uh, I think the Federation would be interested in, uh working conditions uh, of, uh, of these people. Tulum. There's a lot of things that they would be interested in. <laughs> Tulum, walks out gun vein. Tulum walks out of the, uh, the, the office into this, this little facility uh, to see you, to greet you, to say, oh, hi, hello, uh, Loveless. What's, uh, and his case kind of looks at the crate, the gun crate. Yeah, Just enough kinda... with the pleasantries. Hmm. We know what's going on here, and you'll be under a full investigation. I want everyone who was involved in this to uh, please be forthcoming with your information as we will be getting to the bottom of this. Might as well fess up now what's going on here. There are 20 million, 20 million Antaran lives that were lost in the Denobulan invasions and wars, constant wars. We're just trying to defend ourselves, okay? It's never gonna happen again. 
Well, it's not for me to decide. It's for the Federation to decide now. You're under a full investigation, and we will have to seize these weapons and wait for their judgment on this. All mining operations are to cease, and we will be detaining those of you who resist. The, uh, um, the Antaran just puts his hands behind his head and, uh, surrenders. Very well. Good choice. Be making a full report back to the Admiral as soon as we get back to the ship. Um, I want full security detail down here as well. That's... This has been one heck of a negotiation. I'll say that. I will be making a request for the nearest Federation vessel to come and assist. I suggest a blockade of the planet until we receive word from the Federation Council. Very good. Well... Should proceed back to the Lovelace and give my report. Sure, you can take it from here, Herrick. I can't wait to see Gregory. <laughs> I I am a little curious. Um, I'm so very curious. Well, we're all gone. He's just been ejected into space. So um, so we're we're heading back to Lovelace with our with our uh, with our, our captives to the brig. Yep. Okay. Herrick's um, going to oversee security. Sure, sure. Uh, that makes sense. So, one make it so. So, um, everybody uh, makes uh, makes their way via the transporter back to the Loveless, where um, uh, you are beamed um, into the transporter room to uh, Salixon, uh, who is a little bit distraught um, and just kind of says, oh, Captain, uh, I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, did you authorize what happened to Gregory? Authorize what? Um, uh, you'd better just see for yourself. Very well, lead the way. Um, so, uh, Salixon rushes the, uh, the rest of you through the, uh, the corridors, uh, out towards the, uh, the, um, the briefing room, um, where excess cortisol levels have been detected. And in a dimly lit, uh, misty... RGB uh, uh, lava lamp fountain setting in this briefing room exists uh, Ensign Gregory at the access panel attempting to wire something together with um, with uh, his whole head has been shaved um, and as he turns to look at you Captain his eyebrows you realize have also been shaved and there's a large, uh, a, like a large, like scar, going like from the top, the crown of his head, like all the way down the side, like towards the side of his face, and, like a little bit to the left um, of his, like his ear. And uh, 
you can tell that his hair was like kind of shaved irregularly, like as if as if it was done in a hurry. Supercuts. And uh, Ensign Gregory, with his tongue kind of hanging out, kind of looks over at you, Captain, like, oh, Captain, hello. Oh, huh. oh my God. I'm glad you're here. My tongue is so numb right now. <laughs> I can't feel my face. Computer. Uh, what did you do? Ensign Gregory, what did they do? What did they do to you? What did you do? Define do. What's... What did you do to Gregory? Ensign Gregory has been... fixed. Computer, send, um... Send medical... immediately to escort Gregory back to Medbay. Of course, Captain. <laughs> Send the things that did this to him. Hello, Gregory. This is medical. Right this way. <laughs> well, uh, actually, Wait. uh... Wait, can we get no, a, personnel, uh, not not the computer. No, no more of that. We don't have any medical staff? No, you're it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ensign Gregory, this way. <laughs> um, computer, can we get a... Gregory, uh, a for his part, is stoked. <laughs> okay. Can we get a, a readout of, of all medical procedures done uh, uh, to Ensign Gregory, please? Of course. Collating. Collating. It just says shave head. Shave <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say in my defense that he was legally dead. Well. He was dead? Yes. Not anymore, Captain. <laughs> I'm super alive right now. I'm so good. <laughs> oh, my faith. Computer, will the numbness go away? Yes. Oh, probably. Well. Right. Uh, ca Captain, you know what? I Unfortunately, due to the procedure, Ensign Gregory will no longer be able to feel his lower leg. he's alive and I think there's something you know we should Gregory small victories yes I want small you to victories. report back to your quarters you are relieved of your duty for the week am I getting fired no you're not fired think of it as, as a vacation think of it as I don't want you to do anything Kevin. just go to your quarters and Kevin. just recuperate Kevin what? Gregory gets really close to you, Captain. Like really, really close, and just kind of, yes. just kind of says, "Captain, do you like the phone? It's nice. Ah! <laughs> it, it was crucial. Uh, we assure you, it was crucial. Uh, it was crucial to the negotiations. I think without it, we would have had more issues. You should I be very proud. I hate you so much. I hate you guys so much. Right this way, Gregory. Just, just follow the voice, Gregory. Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs> and Gregory is, is led away by the ship's computer. Sing at him. Captain, uh, can, can oh. I suggest when the other uh, ship gets here, maybe we could get their medical personnel to take a look at Gregory? Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Also, make a note, uh, why do we not have any medical staff? When did that happen? 
the computer's doing all right. Since when have we... How long has this been going on? Herrick, have you been aware of this? You guys beamed up. Herrick is still not there. Oh. One time you acknowledge Herrick is with you, he's not with you. Herrick? <laughs> Where's Herrick? He's usually there. <laughs> you know, to be fair, he usually is right behind Herrick you. Herrick is, is oh blissfully unaware of what's going on down on the planet. Patch um, into Herrick real quick. Herrick, the one time I call for you, you're not in the same room as me. This is embarrassing. You're usually Captain. good at that. I made you aware that I was remaining behind, Captain. I apologize for the inconvenience. <sighs> That's fine. Uh, how long have we not had medical staff on the ship? I've just been made aware of that. We have never had medical staff on the ship outside of the automated parameter. You mean to tell me we've just been leaving it up to the computer? <laughs> I believe you have been leaving it up to the computer, Captain. Just what? I just always assumed we had medical staff. Okay, well, um, we've actually had a, a, a some pretty great successes in uh, in Med Bay, so um, mm, okay. one of those EMH models, but I don't know if they're ready yet. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, let's really consider hiring some medical staff. Uh, anyways, uh, carry on and. Uh, just uh, make a note, uh, Gregory is not to do any work for a solid week. He's quarantined, not quarantined, but he's relieved of duties for a solid week. You don't want to know what happened. Would you like to make a shipwide hail, Captain? Or just like a shipwide uh, announcement? <laughs> um. It's kind of like the end of the, you know, end of the day. Yeah. Let's to alert the crew about your, you know, next, your next move, your whereabouts. I'll go ahead and patch in, do a shipwide hail. <laughs> Hello, this is your captain speaking. Uh, well, we will be sticking around here for a little while while we wait for the Federation starships to come in to assist us. Uh, so get nice and cozy. Uh, today's uh, winners of best hairstyles is uh, well, ironically, oh, that that that's aged poorly. Gregory, uh, congratulations! You had you had the best hairstyle. Uh, speaking of Gregory, if you would like, uh, we are now going to commence a get well soon Gregory card in the cafeteria. You can sign your signature and leave your well wishes. Um, you'll you'll see uh, you'll see why. Anyways. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Herrick is standing uh, down on the planet, just staring at his comm badge, like... <laughs> just had to be that category. <laughs> well, it has been a uh, rather eventful day on the... USS Loveless. The uh, peace has been preserved on uh, Iona B3-2. Crises were averted and uh, no orbital bombardment took place. The crew even oh, uncovered an, an ancient terraforming machine. And uh, 
proved that the crew is sentient to it. Um, if I can ask, so it felt bad for us? <laughs> it, like, did it shake its head? Like, it asked you a question like, and you oh. responded in a, oh, in, just... the, in, a, in a in the correct way. In a way that proved sentience. Oh, okay. That's... So what was the solution to the puzzle? Yeah, so... Because... Every one of the, uh, the markings up there represents a number, right? Right. And right. below on the second row is uh, represented... Uh, four and five. So the answer is nine. Oh, so it's a combination. <sighs> I, I, I think I was like, there's a, there's a grid on here, right? Mm-hmm. So I kept wondering if things were being grouped together a certain way. Mm-hmm. So there, there's like, uh, I don't know, four or five lines in. I was wondering if that was together. It was, I, I'm, I'm not saying I would have got it without the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I'm just dumb. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, there's a um let's see. Uh So this uh this puzzle is based on the uh, what's called the Arecibo message. Any of you know what that is? It uh looks like this. And um those numbers represented today were the uh numbers given to aliens from Carl Sagan. In Arecibo in the 70s. Because it's something that they could mathematically figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's digits 1 through 10. Right. Hmm. Very clever. So, you know. You're all uh, all still alive, and you've saved the day. Congratulations, crew of the uh, USS Loveless. (gasps) This has been Star Trek Adventures Loveless. I am your DM, Nicotine, and I'd like to uh, give a very big thank you to uh, not just the crew, but the uh, live audience here on Twitch. Y'all are wonderful. If you're listening to the show on podcasting apps such as Spotify or Stitcher, uh, know that we record this show live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, only on twitch.tv slash fablescraps. You can catch up on our VODs here or on YouTube, or join our Discord community at fablescraps.com slash discord. Uh, we're going to go through and give a little shout out to all of our uh, cast members here, starting with uh, Fist of the Walrus. Hello, I'm Fist of the Walrus, uh, roleplay streamer here on Twitch. You can catch me over at uh, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Fist of the Walrus. Um, it was a lot of fun. Poor Gregory. Oh. <laughs> I can only imagine what that computer did. <laughs> I can see like those like those cartoon like chainsaws and like garden <laughs> shears like unfold out of the ceiling and just slowly <laughs> descend upon him. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well thank you so much, Fest. Uh next up is Lock the Raven. I'm Lock the Raven. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. A very put upon Vulcan here on Star Trek Loveless on Tuesdays. And a, an aloof tech priest on uh, Fable Scraps Doom Lore on Fridays. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at uh, Lock the Raven, spelled like it sounds. Awesome. Thank you, Lock. Next up is Aaron Black. Hello. My name is Aaron Black. I am an author that recently wrote a cyberpunk detective mystery novel called Firewall Down, and then I'm in the process of writing the next one. Uh, if you want to know more about that, you can find me over on Twitter 
uh, at Aaron B. Writes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Aaron. Last but not least, Enovan. Hello there. I'm Enovan, a streamer here on Twitch. Typically, I stream roleplay games, VR games, and some variety as well. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Enovan. That's spelled E-N-E-V-U-N. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Again, my name is Nicotine. I do a lot of roleplay on my own channel. That's twitch.tv slash Nicotine, uh, N-I-K-A-D-I-N-E. And uh, I DM the show, and I, uh, I'm also uh, in, as a cast member, uh, our other show on Fable Scraps called Doom Lore, a 40k story, every Friday at 3pm. Uh, we'll return next week for more Star Trek Adventures Loveless. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Uh, thank you to all of our, our donators, our, uh, our, our uh, live audience, everyone who's followed. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Farewell. Hmm.